Welcome back to Spectator Mode. This time it's episode 68, and we have an additional face here. Austin made it back after being gone for a number of weeks. Welcome uh, back, Austin. Hey, what's up? Which means if he's back, that means we're going to be talking some kind of Halo stuff because he likes that kind of game. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with it. You never know. Sure. You know? <laughs> All right, guys. So, anyway. real quick, uh, this week we're going to talk about we're going to get back on track and talk about the games that we played this week because we didn't do that last week. Also, EA Play because I know a number of you out there saw that or stopped by our live stream, and at the end, you noticed we weren't really happy about what happened. Um, so, we're going to talk about that. Star Wars Squadron, which has me hyped. Halo Infinite, Crash Bandicoot Four, and many more. So, let me roll the intro here. I'm going to make sure I hit the right button. And we'll be back in 20 seconds. Pull the lever, crunk. All right, so that wasn't exactly 20 seconds. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. So we are back. First and foremost, we're going to do the games that we played this week. And uh, Austin, since you haven't been here in a while, you get to go first, buddy. Sure. So I was fortunate enough to get into the Halo 3 flighting. So I've been been playing Halo 3 on PC for a few days. Uh, that's been <laughs> that's been that's been great. Um, it's it's Halo 3 on PC. Uh, it's one of my favorite Halo games. So that's been awesome. Getting to play it on mouse and keyboard feels amazing. I am. Good. Still terrible on mouse and keyboard, even though I've been practicing for a few weeks. To, oh, to my God, dude. I control. used to play the game, like, competitively. I have oh. no muscle memory left. I feel dude. terrible playing a game. It's so bad. I feel like if I were to pick up a controller, it'd be fine. But I'm so dedicated to, like, forcing myself into mouse and keyboard that, like, yeah. I played a game of BTB, like, an hour ago and got, like, six kills and died, like, 30 times. I was well, like, great. I will a, tell you, because I also got into the flighting, that it is great with the uh with a controller. Oh yeah, of course, so, of course. Uh, it's it, it, looks, it looks so good. It looks like yes. it's straight up on PC from the get go. Turning the FOV up doesn't make it feel like it's moving in a snail space anymore. I love it. It's been great. That in like Destiny Two, every minute uh, I'm awake. Yeah, no shit. I saw that. So tell the audience what light level you are now. I think I'm ten forty three. So I'm a thousand forty three. Which I didn't, I did not, I, anyone that's watching that's a De- uh, Destiny fan, I did not do the AFK farm in the Forges. I have done okay. that. Exactly by, no, okay. no, 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 really, really. really. I, I will say Scroll. I did abuse the, the Umbral Ingram uh, focusing so that, so there was a bug where if you focused your Umbral Ingrams into armor, they were guaranteed to be powerful drops. Yep. At one point, I think I was like, my base power level without the artifact was like 1023. I did one of the armor drops and it gave me a chest piece at 1032. So that was like a nine level bump. They took me. that away as well. I'm kind of yeah, sad. They, they updated that. But I was like, let Bungie me get some emblems. They're like, nope, gone. Yeah. Bungie said that they saw feedback about like people wanting to continue to get, you know, more powerful rewards, not necessarily like massive, like nine, 10, 11 power level bumps, but like something that's one or two power levels above would be super cool. So we might see that updated before the end of the season. All right. Other than those two, that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you probably were in heaven playing those three games, though. Uh, it was it was amazing, man. Like like Halo, of course, Destiny, of course, 
new season in Destiny, new new Halo content to check out on PC. They updated Halo 3's Forge and included a lot of new stuff and stuff that you previously couldn't play with in Forge. So it's been great. All right. Rob, I saw you finish the game a couple of days ago. I did, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it took forever for a lot of reasons. A, I mean, the game takes forever. And B, I get interrupted a bunch. But I finally finished uh, Persona 5 Royal after... 150 hours was the official clock uh, uh, on the nose, almost. It was, it was like 12 minutes plus. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it was great. It was, it was so great. This game took over my life for like three months or two months? Two months. But I, this game like took over my life for two months for for not what I expected like at all. That's the a sign really of special. a great game. Yeah, it, it, it was awesome. I mean, like, I, I, I think I hit around – 60-ish hours. I think that's when I had to stop because Remake had come out. And that game was really great, too. It was really special. But, like, I, I remember distinctly a couple times playing through Remake for the first time and thinking, I kind of want to get back to Persona again. Wait, I so you, did you beat Remake and then go back to Persona? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I stopped right before... Let's see. I think it's, like, the fourth palace? Whichever... Oh, uh, when you had, yeah, after you become Shiro... So you had to do the heist to steal the heart from the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Kanashiro, Otabe. Yeah, this is the fourth one, Akuma's yeah. Palace. So yeah. I, stopped, I stopped right when that one started, right before you meet one of the Phantom Thieves. And, and I stopped for a yeah, while, yeah, and I was guy, like, I going into Final Fantasy VII Remake, loving it because I love the original game. But even during all of that, I would get to a point where I was like, I kind of miss Persona. I kind of miss all the people that I got really attached to over over like the the weeks that I've been playing it, and and like I wanted to go back a lot, and and so I had to drop it to finish remake because that that game's super special to me, so I had to finish it, and I liked it. Don't get me wrong, but then I as soon as I was done, I was like, all right, I'm going back to Persona. Back to Persona, and then I kept playing it a bunch, and it, it's it's just crazy because it's never been a game that I have legitimately gone back to that took me over 100 hours to beat, where I didn't feel at one point like I'm kind of done with this game. You know, I've had plenty of other games where it's like they take a long time. And I'm like, okay, I'll push through, but I'm not having fun anymore. And, and this like, is the first time you played a Persona game, too. This is yeah, your introduction. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and great. Great. He, finally, he finally tastes high-class stuff. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, he, was play, he was playing Resident Evil 2 remake, too. I mean, well, I, mean, a yeah. I don't even know if my save is good on there. I mean, you told me the Steam thing probably backed it up. but it I should mean, have. Since I lost like my computer, I might have just have to restart, which is fine. I wasn't too far into it, but I mean, at this oh. point, there's no point because you're playing. You're now playing what The Last of Us Part Two now. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, also what I started recently. Um, six or seven hours in, I think, something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for to see what this game does because it's at the point where I'm at now, because I know things change drastically, but at the, at the point that I'm at now, it very much just feels like the last of us again. And that's not a bad thing. I just very much feel like, okay, this is the other, this is the second version of the last of us that I played this game before. I know how it feels. There's some new stuff, but it's like, I'm very much playing the same game. And, and I, yeah, I'm just kind of waiting for that moment where things drastically change into something better. Cause I mean, everybody seems to say it's, that it's, it's called, it's called 12 hours in where you completely flip the characters. Spoilers. Well, I, really? Okay. Because I've jumped through like three characters already. And I mean, well, you jump through a bunch of characters a lot, but like, yeah. uh, I'll try not to spoil anything. But yeah. Yeah, I, have, I haven't played it yet. I have it, but I, I haven't played it yet. Yeah. I've jumped through a bunch of characters, playable characters, and, and like, 
I mean, I, I, I think I understand kind of what may happen eventually. I mean, there's already like a big thing that happens pretty early on and I'm not going anywhere beyond that. That's all I'm going to say. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm just going through that right now. It's just very much like, it feels like the last of us again. That's not a bad thing, but it's just like a, there ha- hasn't really been much change yet. Other than like some of the open world stuff, which I think is kind of cool. I will say, even though I haven't yeah. played it, there's been a lot of, the, the uh, gaming community has is split on this game. Some people are saying it's amazing, it's revolutionary. Other people are saying it's similar to what you're saying, Rob, but it's more of the same thing. The gist that I'm getting is that people are upset with the way the story goes and the way the story ends, which if if it turns oh, out well. the way I think it might turn out, then like I get it. I don't think I, I'll personally not like it. but I, I've, I've heard the ending, and I can see why it upsets a lot of people. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, All but right. I mean, other than that, I played Halo Three. I'm I'm just excited to play that game again. That's my favorite game, period. Uh, so I mean, I just I just hopped right in and I was like, I'm terrible at this game now. I used to play it like <laughs> super competitively. Yeah, I, I was in a clan for a while. We, sure. we, we did amateur clan battles or whatever. It was a good time, but yeah, uh, I lo- I love that game. I can't wait to go back and play it again. Um, I. It runs great. I mean, it just feels like the same game again. Yeah, again, it, it definitely does run great. Um, it was kind of sad that when you played it, it jumped you right into a level or a mission, and you couldn't really like start fresh. But other than that, I mean, it's flighting. It's not the full game. What platform were you guys are, are playing it on? Windows or, or Steam? Uh, the Insider for me came through Steam. Yeah, yeah that's what I got. I, I'm also playing it on Steam. Thought that was weird. Okay. It's right. weird for me too. It's like I own the game through Game Pass, so I can't right. play it. Right. On Steam, but the all the insider stuff, like the one for Halo Two, I think was through Steam as well, and the one before right. that was yeah. But it's weird. All right, I don't know. It works. Matt, what about you? I've been playing a lot of games. Playing some Risk of Rain. Uh, played some Grifflands. A lot of Hades. Um, I've been trying to get back into some older fighting games. Uh, I did. I look. I did not pick up the Neo Geo collection for Samurai Showdown because I heard that port was horrible. The netcode is bad. They don't have a training mode. So, did you pick up Samurai uh, Showdown uh, on Epic Games, or is that the one you're referring to? I'm no, referring no, they, to the Samurai they, they Showdown released, Neo Geo collection. They've yeah. recently released two different versions. You've got the Samurai Showdown, which is the ver- the latest game. They've just released that on the Epic yeah. Games that's a reboot. Yeah. The reboot, but then they also did a collection of the past right. five games. Yes, yeah, they also re- also released as well, which is the old two D Neo Geo fighters. So it's kind of sad. Yeah, that the I was thinking about the uh, the one that Matt's talking about the Neo Geo collection, but that's pretty sad to hear that it's not in a yeah, good state. It's, it's uh, if I could be frank, it's fucking abysmal because um. I'm going to be honest with you. The last port of SNK games made by Code Mystics, particularly Last Blade and Girl of the Wolves, have rollback netcode, a training mode to do your combos and whatnot, and various things to do. This doesn't have anything. It feels like a very bare bones port. I felt like this was a like a they just took the PS2 port of the of a collection package, threw it on the internet. And that's what it looks like to me. Well, I mean, I hope original- they can improve it. The original original Neo Geo games didn't have a training mode either, right? So, like, like you said, it could have been just a straight. We ported this over, have fun, fair But again, as, as I as I just mentioned, the Code Mystics when they made the ports of um, Last Blade Two and Mark of the Wolves, particularly Last Blade Two, did not have a training mode. Have it in the game, so that's that's not an excuse. 
at this point. And who did this one? D- Digital. Eclipse. Sorry. Who so that's that? how I feel about it. Um, but they're all Sam Show games. You, you you're just better off buying the games individually. You just, if the good ones, you buy Sam Show Four, Sam Show Five Special. Those are the most balanced ones. The most balanced Sam Shows, in my opinion, two, four, five, and just five special. And you just buy those to be fine. Uh, we we could get one through three for store, one three and whatever for story, but. I'm disappointed this port was handled as good compared to the last ports SNK made. So hopefully, they'll just get code missing due to rest. But, yeah, like I said, maybe they'll make a patch and clean all this up. So, who knows? Well, I'm looking at the, the company who actually ported this over, and they don't have a good track record. So, that speaks Fantastic. Does that volumes. Hmm. Keith, can you, uh, yeah. can you throw somewhere up what company that is? Digital wanna... Eclipse. Digital Eclipse. Digital Eclipse. Yeah, that's them. Those, they worked oh, on the Mega God. Man Legacy. Mega Man Legacy. The Disney Afternoon Collection, uh, the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary, yeah, um, the Disney, and the they, little yeah. ones ported the Aladdin Lion King. See the, the um the uh, well, that's the Thirty Collection. Some, some of those ports have actually been really good. Like the the Aladdin yeah, Lion Thirty King Collection was actually, was actually really was really good. The Street Fighter 30th Collection was okay. It was yeah, I thought right. it was but, right. Yeah, but, the, but then but then again, all they did with the um the the street the Street Fighter 30th was uh, port over the arcades. They didn't yeah. port it. They, they weren't porting anything else. So, mm. interesting. All right. Um, what about you, Carl? What have you been doing? Um, I was planning on doing a lot more this week, but unfortunately, it was the uh, final week of my schooling. So, uh, well, at least for this, this semester, anyway. So, I had a lot of assignments to get in. So, I only just started playing games again, and thank God, I finally revived my PlayStation Three and upgraded the damn thing. So Whoa, I can play. I can, really? I, I can. I can play Resident Evil. 5. It works now. It works now. It, it finally sad. works after the last hard drive I bought uh, right. turned out to be bloody corrupted. So, so somewhere on the uh, actual physical drive itself, it wasn't pushing through properly. So I had to go out and buy a whole new uh, hard drive. That stinks. So it's now up and running. It's running great, and I have plenty of space because I turned it from a one fifty. Geek drive, whoever thought that was a great idea at Sony was an idiot, to a, to a nice one terabyte drive so I can have a lot of games and saves and stuff on it. Right. And yeah, I, I went, screw it, I haven't sort of played all the way through, I've wanted to keep going through my Resident Evil playthroughs. And I grabbed Resident Evil 5 Gold Edition and started playing that through. Mind you, I am also uh, save hacking. Which is it only makes it only makes it fun for me because uh, the the save hack that I have for uh, Resident Evil Five allows any weapon to have infinite ammo and uh, automatic sort of uh, rapid fire. So when you have a grenade launcher that shoots out like 10, 10 grenades a second, uh, everything yeah. blows everything blows up pretty damn quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember that 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 actual I, meme. I, when you cheat in a game, how does that go? I don't remember the exact line, so I'm not going to do well, it. It's Resident Evil. Who cares if I'm cheating? Resident Evil Five. I have such fond memories of because I used to play with my buddy all the time and just do co-op. And like, it's just it's a fun co-op game when you don't think of it yeah, as a Resident it, Evil game. Like, it really, it really <laughs> is. Like, uh, it, like, it is. A very, it is a definitely. Uh, it's a good co-op game when you're playing with another person. Playing with the AI like I have been, it's, it becomes really bad. Really, yeah. really bad. Shut up! Uh, that's yeah, really pretty that's much, the game. Pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's, that's trust me. She, she's died quite a few times in stupid situations. 
Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm going to take this, this leech wormy guy and put him into a basically a gigantic oven. Sheva, why are you in there with him? Oh, shit, the doors are closed. Oh, oh, she's done. <laughs> All right, mission fail. Let's go back to the beginning. Yeah. yeah. All right. Pretty, pretty much. never get so, an escort mission on single player. That is facts. Exactly. But, my, um, but mind, you, mind you, I have also... Uh, I, I just thought, screw it, because I'm one of these crazy collector type people oh, uh, I, I, had, I well I went and I bought every single Resident Evil game on the PS4 so that that you would be that, that'd be that'd be Origins 2 3 4 5 6 7 I, 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 yeah, I seven. Already had 7 7 I got for free <laughs> off Capcom so shut up I didn't actually pay for that piece of trash but um, also, re- also uh, Revelations one and two, and I'm you know I can't on, wait for them to send. I'm recording a. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> we want to rank. They probably, they, probably, they probably they probably will. You Cat should re- you should have recorded that. Well, I did record that. Send that <laughs> send that to them. Send no. it to them, <laughs> and they will send it to you a copy just for that. Send it to them. <laughs> Yeah, for All people right. who don't who for people who don't know, please go back and watch our uh, PS5 video on demand, our oh, reactions. Boy. The second that Resident Evil uh eight village thing the large. I, I, I almost crawled up into a fetal position, just started rocking rocking back and forth going, No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm glad they redesigned Chris. Again. Again. <laughs> so so, so yeah, it looks even more. We, okay. heard him. we talked yeah, about that last week. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah, he stopped here's taking the steroids. I'm, 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 well, that's the thing. I'm currently playing through five, which is the one where everybody gives him gives him shit for punching boulders. Yeah. Now the man looks like a fridge. Yes. Like, seriously. And this is the evolution. <laughs> no, it, it's Chris the truck stopped working, he just packs up and go. He just packs the food. He, he's low-key a snack. I think that's the, what we're all getting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, let's, man. Get, let's get back uh, on track. We got a lot to talk yeah. about today. Yeah, let's get back on track. Um, and as for myself, honestly, I've only been playing a lot of Destiny 2. The, the new season has got me hooked. I did uh, not want to get hooked. And I'm back, which, you know, stinks. Uh, I'll let you I'm know when I'm back. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to get the falling guillotine, the sword. I'm trying to get that so bad. I heard that was broken. Is it good? Oh yes, it's, it's very good. It's very good. People are talking about it nonstop, and they're they're like, "Bungie, please don't nerf this. Please just oh. leave it the way it is. Sword well, sure. survival again. Don't wait, touch wait, it. wait until somebody gets a hundred k one streaking PVP. So you know, wait for that. Are people actually using uh, swords in PVP, Austin? I don't know. It's one kind of hard. So my friend. The- what the the arc one, the one that's basically that's basically bolt caster. People are using it to yeah, that yeah, one because that one has yeah. A, yeah, it has a bolt. The other the fly the falling guillotine does not. It has a uh, basically spin to win when you use heavy. Oof, my speed. Which is mean, which is pretty awesome if you're if you're a um if you're a titan because you can do the the one special where you're swanner off the hammer and then once that runs out, use falling guillotine. <laughs> Uh, That's for Titans, they're never good in that game. <laughs> we I, only I, won, I, I only roll, won I roll the Titans contest. We won that. Yay, <laughs> Titans. Shout uh, out to Crappy Hunters. Before, before we move on, just quickly, uh, people who haven't done it uh, this week, you have until uh, June 25th, either on PS4, Xbox One, or I believe it's Steam. Uh, 
the NetherRealm Studios Injustice Gods Among Us oh, uh, special yeah. edition is currently free. So go get your free game because we like promoting free games. Yeah, just get it even if you don't like it. Yeah, Maybe even if you don't like it. No, that is from that game. Gods Among Us. Oh, boy. It, I gotta say, give people nightmares. I didn't know the game was bad. Competitively, it's giving people nightmares. Competitively. Yeah, I was. I figured as much. <laughs> I will say, I will say, they also DC Comics had a run. There's Two been years. entire matches, what I recall, well, that, much well, as that, like okay. Marvel Two. Keith may know about this, where people just quit because they saw it get hit once. They would just press restart, match over. That's just people in fighting games in general. Yeah, that's not true. Not, people don't give up when they get hit by like, standing standing strong by Ryu. Not yet, at least. Oh, there are have been plenty of videos. No, 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 just, hit no, no, no. Like Marvel Two, because Marvel Two, Marvel Three. And Justice, yeah, the only games I've ever seen, and maybe Dragon Ball Fight as well. well yeah, yeah but you take, out, take, out, take out everything past Marvel Two. Yeah, past Marvel. <laughs> everything like, you know, past, past the broken, broken era of gaming. Yeah, yeah, it's like bam. All right, GG is hit. Just quickly, Keith, have we heard any more on our arcade cabinets that we're going to buy? As far as what? Release date, price, anywhere. The price is still anywhere from. Three ninety nine to five hundred dollars. Apparently, these are using the original ROMs, so they're yes. the arcade ROMs. Cool. Except for I, the uh, except the, for the Super Nintendo game. Yeah. It sounds good. Because because I, I, I want I want my uh, my arcade perfect X Men versus Street Fighter, and I'm, problem, I'm curious to, to find out what also what version of Marvel superheroes versus Street Fighter they're using. Whether they're using American ROMs or the Japanese ROMs. That's if they were smart, they're using Japanese ROMs for pure pain. I would they, imagine the American ROMs actually took out a couple of infinites. That's why I would test it. I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's no, you get, in here. Just, just remember, there's an extra character in the Ameri- in the uh, in the Japanese ROMs that no, that's right. the Americans don't get. That's right. Yes, but <laughs> is that your character in the arcade version, or was it just the Saturn version? He was available in uh, the Japanese. I know he's in the Japanese arcade Easy Select. Uh, American arcade, you had to do some trickery. Yeah, uh, he he was in the code. You had to enable him in the back end. I think he was in the Japanese Saturn version, but I don't. No, he was. He was. He was in the Saturn version. Japanese definitely was. Yeah, but not, not no, not when it came. But, but, but not, 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 not not the American port. No, no, no. Because you know, oh. us. All right, all right. So let's jump into it. So a couple uh, of days ago, several of us sat down and watched the EA play. We live streamed myself, Carl, and Josh. And to be honest. Most of that time just shot past us. They announced a couple different things, nothing major. They talked about Apex Legends coming to the Switch, getting crossplay. Yay. They talked about The Sims and that they'll have more news about the game later on down the road. Switch. Seriously. It makes no sense to me. Because EA doesn't like the Switch. I don't know, like, but they gave us, they're giving you Apex Legends. I don't know. Like Animal Crossing doing so well. If you put The Sims on there, I don't know what they tell you. And people have been asking about that. They're saying, why not put the switch put the Sims on the Switch? No idea. <laughs> um it's we because, got it's, because, it's honestly because Sims on console is a very pain in the ass game to do. But it's on it is on it's on it's on Xbox and PlayStation. Have you ever actually tried playing them? Mm-hmm. They are terrible to try I do not play control. Sims. They are you terrible to try and play on a controller. So putting it on the on the switch, no, nah, it's not gonna help things. All right. Um, the gentleman who made the um, a way out 
is making a new game called It Takes Two. Oh, love, love that guy. Him. Love He's him so home. much. Um, there was another Fuck game the Oscars. Lost is Random, which um, uh, to be honest with you, I haven't really didn't follow it. Was that my was, cup of tea? That was odd. Like yeah, a little girl, a little girl running around a fantasy setting with a dice that rolls. And I mean, it looked it looked interesting, but it just didn't. It just just wasn't something that it resonated with me. And that's not a bad yeah. thing. Everybody has their own opinions, whatnot. Um, Rocket yeah. Arena or Rocket, which is looks like it's a weird take on uh, Quake Rocket Arena and well, uh, Overwatch, Overwatch mixed with Unreal Tournament. And unfortunately, microtransactions. Oh yeah. So this guy. The the guy that presented this, his name is uh uh oh my gosh, I forgot his last name. It's Kevin Kevin something. Oh my gosh. Anyway, he was he was the lead on Halo 5's Warzone mode. Uh-oh. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm gonna leave that up to whoever whoever's yeah. listening to decide. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of it, but some people dig it. I I don't know. Not my uh, what else do we get? What else we get out of that? We also got um EA Sports, they talked about FIFA, or they showed FIFA and Madden. Didn't really do much of anything else. Uh, we got an announcement that Skate is back. Everybody was happy yeah. about that. Literally an, annou- an announcement. Not, no trailer, no, yeah. no gameplay, no nothing. It's, oh, we just thought about this the other day, and we've decided we're going to make it. I think about what that guy said, that he said you guys willed it into existence. I want to think that they literally decided several days prior that they were just like, you know, our Instagram's kind of flooded. You just want to turn on your webcam real quick and just say skates back. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do that. I got you. You know, we oh, can't, no, no. We oh, can't no, no. do a day live without a, some sort of skate announcement. It's weird that we got, again, we got Tony Hawk is coming back. We've got Skate yeah. XL. Now, that, oh, that, hey, that, we got that, Skate. Like, okay. that, is why, that, is, that is why it's coming back, because the competition right. is back. My so. thing is like not even like a logo, maybe no, no. some kind no, of like. No, I, re- I reckon, I reckon you, I reckon you're right that they, they've looked at it like, all, seen the competition coming back, and they're like, "Hey, let's announce it." Um, do you have anything? No, you've only just told us that, that we're going to start doing this yesterday. Oh, I'll just jump like, on uh, the camera Metroid. and make the announcement. You know, it's like Metroid Prime Four. Hey, we're working on it this had game. A logo, though. It had a logo. It had a little trailer. There was space in the background. What did we get for? <laughs> Nothing. Well, you know, it's, your it's, iPhone put on slow mo mode and just like record your your little son riding. We got some hipsters talking about the game. Well, and that's that's the thing is is say what you will about like what they showed at EA Play, not a whole lot. Uh, but it was so professionally produced that like put put uh, Microsoft's May event like in the dirt with how well EA Play was produced. And then you get this, like, like, like you said, Carl, like Skype meeting between two guys that work on the game. It's like it was obviously last minute. It was so obviously last minute. Yeah, but I mean, I love skate, so yeah. yeah like I'm gonna play it, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> Bring it back, but like, still, right. just, um, like I'm gonna be too busy playing Tony Hawk's. Thank you very much. We <laughs> also got a quick look at an unannounced game, real quick. Next gen tees were. They showed a car game, which we all know is Need for Speed, and um, looks like the other image might have been for a uh, Dragon Age Four. They showed it really briefly. Well, they, they yeah. it's Bioware. It's one hundred percent Dragon Age. There's no way it's not. So that's and they also showed Drag or Dragon Age. Yeah, they also showed Star Wars Squadron, which we'll talk about after this because <sighs> that was the only game out of the entire presentation I was really curious about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's talk about stuff that they didn't show. They didn't show the Need for Speed that they were teasing the day of. So weird. 
Nothing Keith, from Anthem. Keith didn't get his dead space that he wants so much. I said that was a huge, huge, huge possibility. It's never going to happen. But it'd be nice if it did. There was no Anthem. Not a peep. Not yeah. a peep. I feel We're, bad working no ways, We're working on it. It's not dead. It's not dead. We're still working on Bullshit. it. Bullshit. Where is Here. it? My thing, <laughs> I think this is so strange of them to do, is that they're keeping the game alive and yet also trying to reboot it. Like, it's so weird to me. They have such a small team. They're they're still keeping the game's servers live for some reason. The Christmas trees and the Christmas lights were still up for, like, a month after the, the event happened. Like, it's just it's just crazy to me. Like, just... Yeah, it's, how, it's, it, how it's many not a good look. are still there to justify the servers being on when you could just take it down and, like, work on rebooting the game like you're already planning on doing and just bring it back later? I mean... Rob, that requires there, logic and sound thinking. You know, you bring up a valid point, but it's also like how much money are you losing? <laughs> like, yeah. How much money are you losing serving like 200 players per day? Maybe. Right. Like, like those servers cost money. Like it's it's not like it's not like it, it doesn't cost them anything to keep the game running. Do 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 if they get into a rape, Again, do it, logic do it, like, and sound oh. thinking. That that's too much. We got to keep throwing money into the fire pit. That's what we do here. Well, like, like like you said, Austin, you know, it's not costing them any money if they shut down the servers or anything like that. Why not do a Final Fantasy where you, you shut down the game for three to six months, do a revamp, and then go, hey, we're relaunching. Everything comes back up. Yay! Right. Here's the problem with that. Here's the problem, I think, with that. The game has not been out long enough for them, A, to do that. B, when they did it for Final Fantasy, it took them, what, two years yeah. to come back? Yeah. They re- they, they saved, they saved, for, they saved uh, was it, 14 with that. Well, yeah, yeah, but it took like, them 20 years. Like, like 20 or less people working on Anthem 2.0 right now. Yeah. But, but, it, but that's the thing. Like, at least, at least if you're going to do it, even if it takes two years, right. have, a look at the num- have a look at the numbers that Final Fantasy fourteen is doing now. It's doing gangbusters. It is actually like competing against World of Warcraft. But here's the problem with that. They had an expansion recently, right? Like, they, but here's the thing. Well, Final Fantasy fourteen is also competing against WoW because it's also on you know console and it's doing well. Hmm. Warcraft is still PC only. Getting back to Anthem, Bioware has already lost a crap ton of people. And they're also working on Dragon Age 4. It's kind of a problem. Bioware can't be working on two games. We've seen what happens when they do this. Well, I mean, not necessarily, not inherently. You know, so many, so many of these game studios now are 600, 700 people big. And, and you can absolutely have small, like I said, I think it's only like 10 to 20 people working on Anthem. I think, like Carl said, to, to support a game coming back the size of Anthem, you you take it offline. Even the dedicated players that love it are bummed out for a few months. But then when the hype starts to build around it coming back online, they get their friends interested in it rather than just like, hey, is that that game you've still been playing for six months that I haven't heard about that sells Christmas trees in the game? Yeah. It, 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 It'll be it, interesting it, to see, though. It's, it's better than what I saw the other day. I, I was walking through my local retail store, and they were selling some games that went really performed very well for one dollar right yeah the two that they had on shelf that still had a ton of copies anthem and uh agents of mayhem yeah i'm gonna say as hard as i'm being on anthem i was one of the biggest supporters of the game when it came out here and i still think the sensation of flying um being inside of those mecha suits giving you that iron man fantasy that game does a great job it falls flat on everything else I'm 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 still di- I'm still dirty on it after the way EA treated 
uh, the review copies, to be honest. And as, as I was saying, Austin, yeah, it, they could have a crap ton of people working on it, but all the people, all the people, all the lead developers, all the the um, people that were that were hemming that game, a huge majority of them had left. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if they hadn't left the company, they left to go work on Dragon Age Four. Would any, any hope? Unfortunately, it's it ha- it can't be any bigger than like a sustained team. Like like when Bungie went off to go work on D two in you know late twenty sixteen. Uh, when they were fully focused on it and they still had like this small live team working on Destiny 1 updates and content and stuff like that. Like, unfortunately, it's never going to compare. Like, Anthem, Anthem is, as of right now, like it's going to be DOA no matter what comes out for it. Yep. Would it be surprising to anyone that there was actually a, a development update in May this year? They actually put out a blog update this year in May, May 15th, updating people on the game. And this one was an interesting read to me because it says their team is around. It says we are a small team, about thirty-ish. What it says there? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it, it makes you really wonder. Like, is it really like they're going to try and reboot the game? Because there's this whole blog update is about okay, we're thinking about ideas. We want to start the conversation. We want to talk to our fans and try to see if we can bring this conversation. They, 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 they want they want ideas, but I doubt they're going to go a reboot route. Okay, so they're, I know they're probably going to try and salvage what's already there. I know I didn't want to talk about this because we kind of segmented away from EA Play and talking about Anthem. So let's just add that to that. What what's going on with Anthem? We'll add that to the podcast. What's happening in Anthem? And here's my take, real quick. I don't know if they're trying to get a slice of the looter shooter genre, but again. Division 2 is still iffy. Destiny 2 is coming back strong. Square Enix has their Outriders coming out for, before the end of the year. We still have Borderlands 3. Yes. Is it? The genre is saturated. It's clearly. like, we really don't need you now, Anthem. And it seems like they've already just put enough people on the team to keep it on life support. And that's it. Is Outriders coming out this year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, not seen anything for that yet. They talked about it last month. What have they shown any gameplay for it? Yeah, yes, they did it. Oh, cool, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty cool. What, yeah. what surprised me about that game is that, um, I remember the first initial trailers and announcements they got. I remember looking at it and be like, This is so generic, it's so bland. This looks disgusting. It's literally just like yeah. uh, a brown and grays. And, and are, like, we, are we talking about Borderlands? Uh, that's a good game. But uh, <laughs> for, for Outriders, it was literally just like I remember seeing that first trailer and thinking, "This is just going to be the same," and it's yeah. just going to be so bland in comparison. And then in seeing the most recent trailer that they put out, what was it like last month? Yeah, yeah, like last month. Last month. yeah it actually came out, and I was like, "Wow, this this game genuinely actually looks pretty cool now." Like, yeah. seeing seeing the new stuff was was actually pretty interesting. It was actually it was more vibrant. Like, there was more going on. Oh yeah, I understood the game more. Like, it, it was really good for them. Like, I. Don't know if I'm necessarily still excited for the game. I, really I am. Was, I, I definitely it am. Cool. So, so what happened, Austin? Is um, so like Rob said. I, I remember them at. at uh, I was at PAX East, and one of the PR guys called me. and was like, "Hey, we have an Outriders event there. Do you want to go check it out?" And I was like, "All right, fine. I'll go check it out." Checked it out. It was not very good. All they pretty much did was talk about everything they already told us before. They didn't talk about the story. They didn't say anything, and then. This new footage came out about a month or so ago, and 
they talked about the gameplay. They showed us the class. They showed us the abilities. They gave us more information about the story that they didn't tell us the last couple times the game was out. We got more out of the 20 minutes of gameplay than we got out of the last four months of a game even being out there or them working on a game. And it's and crazy it's still, to me, yeah. too, because like, it just looks vastly different. I don't, yeah, know, I don't know if it's the same for you. Yeah, Co- so, company, Companies do that all the time, though. Like they'll have their they'll have their early builds and stuff like that where they where they'll show to like media and stuff like that where it might be an unfinished product off of stages or something like that, and then they'll get the feedback and go, okay, what do we have to do to to, to make this more appealing? And all of a sudden, you might have something that looks completely different. Yeah, I just feel like my impression from what I got was like, I mean, in four months' time, they may have been able to pull it off, but it's it's like the stuff that we saw is like vastly different from what they showed for it earlier on which was literally just like okay we have, we have all these dudes who are just in, in brown and gray cloaks and stuff like they all pretty much look the same even though it's three different classes and in and they're all kind of like running around this just burning field that's like black and then all of a sudden a couple months later it comes in and they say oh okay well here's our gameplay trailer and it's just like they've got like blues greens yellows, right. like all this color out of nowhere it's a completely new world it's yeah bunch of different new enemies and stuff and it's just like they showed a boss battle they showed the different abilities they showed the enemies they showed right. a bunch yeah. of new enemies i can't it, even miss this like it looks fantastic like the the images that i'm seeing right now i'm totally gonna watch this trailer after. you know what you know what you know what you know what's awesome about that austin we, we can bring it up. together we hey, can hey, it hey. together Give me a My second. point is that I just think it's like it's watch, crazy watch, case, watch case do his magic and we form Voltron. Hollywood magic. <laughs> Hollywood. But but the reference the reference That's I made earlier, I don't know Hollywood if you remember, magic. but in 2009, oh, uh, uh, 2K announced Borderlands and it was the same thing. It was just dra- like drab and very bland, very like it looked like a post-apocalyptic military esque first-person shooter game with this weird like voiceover trailer. Uh, and the game ended up not one looking or two being anything like that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And like, when when did the first Borderlands come out? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Uh, I think. Pretty sure. Okay. Because yeah, if this is the first board, like this is completely different from what. The right. Board. All right. So I'm gonna, here we go. I hate that theme. Yeah, it came out uh, October twentieth, two thousand nine. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that's a six month difference on that. That's that's insane. That trailer looks completely different. Right. <laughs> but that's how I felt with this here. Like it's literally just like this yeah, looks completely different. I don't remember anything looking like. So this is not the uh, no commentary <laughs> one. I don't know if I want to do this one. I'm having I'm having a look at this and I'm like, this reminds me almost like the surge. Division? You say yeah. the surge? Hilarious yeah. this art style reminds me a lot of Anthem. Uh, it's very reminiscent of it. <laughs> like, even it yeah, I, I, I kinda disagree with the Anthem look. Anthem is poop shiny. This is actually just shiny. <laughs> Wait, Anthem is what? Actually, Anthem you know, has you guns. Know. Anthem has reskin guns. It's completely you different. Know, actually, you know, you know what this sort of reminds me of? Remnant. <laughs> yeah, jeez, oh, we need to. Yeah, we need to. We need to go through the adventures of pain. Just call it Remnant. 
your ashes of pain. The game. But, but, but it's like it's like Revenant with like magic abilities. Okay, so, since we don't have the commentary, I'll fill you in. So, other than the combat, there also are world tiers, just like there are in the Division Two, or the Division in Division Two. So once you outgear a certain tier, you can be forced to another one, or it will automatically move you over. You have the ability to do that yourself. Or if you get enough loot, it'll say, you know what? You're too powerful. You're, you're wrecking everybody. You're getting moved on to the new tier, which means bigger weapons, stronger weapons, stronger enemies. Or, like I said, you can force you can go in and do the tier yourself without it forcing you, which means you'll be under level fighting harder enemies. So if you like fighting harder enemies and you want that challenge, you also can do that. I think it's a cool mechanic compared to other games. Like in Borderlands, after you beat the game, you'll unlock Mayhem. And you can increase difficulty your own getting called blah. This game already does it for you. I think that's probably the best better way to do it. So you can always have a sense of progression, which is a thing I talk about in games a lot. Some lacking will not the proper way to put that in. Need, need to need to RTX up that water. <laughs> yeah. Oh stop it. Throw some more chips in the water. Oh god. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, 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 like, I like seeing reflections in water, okay? We'll do it in the software. We'll do it in the software. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? This does remind me a lot of Anthem. Now that you say that, it really does. It, or not Anthem, uh, Remnant. It really does, man. Holy crap. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Which is probably why I like it. <laughs> Son of man. Lots, yeah. lots, lots, lots of dodge rolls. Lots of dodge I just want... All I want is my guns I'll and get... campaign. Oh, look at that. Lane launch. Oh. Cool. Interesting. He went, he, he went like I said, this is definitely on my list. I, I was interested the first time I see it because I always love blue shooters. I love action ARPGs like this. RPGs are fun. Let's, let's just let's just yeah. hope, oh, yeah. like the like the yeah. uh, story we caught him up to speed. Evolving. Yeah, I mean it looks it looks interesting. I, I hope that the story delivers. Square Enix is ah, it's a looter shooter. It's no story. Get guns. Nope, it's got people can fly. You on play it, Borderlands. So no story. Get story. guns. That is literally the story. No, I love those. I love. Well, I'm, I'm reaching to, to find my my lore books for Destiny that I've bought. I can't find them. Oh, the but that, that, but that's a, in space. Get guns. Right, but, that, but that's the thing. It's like that, I think that was sort of why, like, uh, Keith, Josh, uh, Clinton, and myself used to play, or even. Matt to a point as well. We all used to play the division. Like we played the first one together and like actually had a lot of fun and it was actually nice and involving and everything else. Mm -hmm. We went to do division two and it was just lacking. I think the word was this game feels like an expansion of the division one. And then we all got bored of it. And and, and that's the thing. Without without something that's got at least some sort of driving force or some substance to it, I find that we drop games pretty quickly in that regard. And like the only, I think the only reason why uh, Matt Keith and myself are currently still grinding our way through Remnant just is it's just pure frustration and we must beat this goddamn thing after <laughs> you know what? I, i've already given up i'm just gonna just power you guys through the game i'm just gonna take my level 300 bring, bring character the, he's gonna bring the main i'm done with this shit now because they announced they announced the last the last chapters of the game so yeah, you guys so got to get there now. We got to get all right. Get sure, I guess. Like, like I said, my my, my complaint in Remnant, it's just like there's the bosses have one vote combos, and I don't <laughs> like murder them fast enough with the power I have. You don't like the murder tree? 
with the oh, poison God, and blowing you up. The problem is, is like he's a very basic design boss, but he's all his abilities stack on top of each other. So it's like stun, yeah. bomb, rip. On me, it's like so. This is not that kind of boss. You dodge each individual. You dodge them all at once. Yeah. Big right. brain there, guys. So and, and you don't and you don't want that type of thing, especially in in anything like Outriders or anything like that that's coming up. You, right, you want so to make sure there's a reason for everything. Yeah. So let's get back to it. Anthem. It's dead in the water. EA didn't show what EA play. We're past it. All right. Yeah. I, it is but, now. Aware, by the way. Let, let's get let's get the good shit. So what they did show, which was super interesting to me, and we saw a trailer for it a day or two before, was Star Wars Squadron. And many of us were hoping there was going to be a return to X-Wing, X-Wing or TIE Fighter. And <laughs> it, basically it kind of is with a new story mode and different mechanics. We got a whole shit ton of iconic Star Wars vehicles back in the game. Yeah, I mean it's like the class, the class warfare style stuff. Like, oh my gosh, it looks so cool. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got the ability to play it in VR now, which is great. After talking to a couple people, I've I am now convinced <laughs> that the best way to play this is with a VR headset, with the desk, with the flight stick, and it's going. Uh, did, yeah, did, did uh, I say this? Did <laughs> yes. I say this very EA playing you? No, no, no. We'll be right. We will be right. No, and it'll we... be fine without <laughs> it. But I, I started talking to more and more people, and they were like, you know. Even though not everybody has a VR headset, you know, for those who do have it, mm-hmm. this is going to be fucking amazing. I think so it's going to be I, a definitive I, 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 way to play it, but you probably I, can't play it for longer than an hour because <laughs> you're well, going to get motion. Well, sick. the thing with this oh, yeah. is it's, it's not a it's not a well. It depends. I know I get I, sick I, on certain games, but sorry. it's but it's not. It's only the full motion games, like the games where I don't have to. Move, run around my entire room. I'm fine, but the games have to do it. Like there's one game in particular from um, Insomniac, Shadowlands, Stormland. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah. god, that game makes me so sick. I, I'm not surprised. But yeah, when I, I sit down, yeah. When I sit playing, down, and play, playing something that requires if you if you're playing something that requires you to get up, run around, the full motion controls and everything else. Yeah, you're gonna get the motion sickness. Well, only this, when you this, 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 you're, this you're gonna this you're gonna be sitting in a chair doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to, I wanted to, that, that, I wanted to emphasize that when only the ones that make me do three sixty where it says okay turn around turn around turn around like, no but when I'm doing my exercise ones <coughs> fine but yeah. yeah if I'm stationary looking at one direction or just panning my view I'm good but when it makes me do three sixties I'm done and, and, and I'll be honest going by the looks of this I would not be surprised if we see a increase in VR headset sales oh yeah. Because, I am. Star Wars because, guys always have money. I'm not yeah, Star, like Star, money. One, one, one Star Wars is going to be one of those games where it's, they got more money than we. People, people are going to be weed. grabbing it, and people are going to be wanting the best experience. And like, and like you said, Keith, and as I predicted, VR with the flight stick is going to be the optimal setup. So I wouldn't be surprised. So if you if you're wanting to buy, you know, your, your headsets, your HTV vibes, or whatever. Get them now. <laughs> you won't even need. Well, you won't even need it. You won't even need a HDTV. You just have the VR headset. Yeah, exactly. You won't need. You won't need the, the TV. You'll have the headset. PS4 owners will be buying up the head the headsets. You know. Wait, is is yep. uh, yeah, it is VR. Yeah, PlayStation, yeah. PS4 and PC both have VR compatibility. My fellow so, PC gamers, so this is the perfect time if you're married to explain here, to you here, here. your significant <laughs> other that you need a Valve Index now. <laughs> yeah, so 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 pick Not up the, the VR headsets the now. 
Pick up, pick up the VR headsets, right? Why uh, don't buy the, the index, one. okay? Go ahead and sign those divorce papers while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about oh, to say, I'm waiting, I'm, waiting for, I, I'm waiting for her to run in and just start whooping your ass. But <laughs> Did you just spend a whole heap on a, a new renovation for the basement? <laughs> hey, that's, they wanted that. <laughs> they wanted that. But the, but, like, the thing is, like, I, I'm actually happy to have seen this. I do have a, a the only reservation I have with it is these five on five. Holy shit, the Valve Index actually dropped in price. What? It was out. It was a thousand dollars. So it's okay. So it's a thousand dollars if you get the top of the line one with the headset, the controllers, and looks like the two base stations. But if you just get it with the controllers and the headset, it's eight hundred dollars. Okay, that's not bad for that headset. But yeah, like it's like this this Star Wars Squadron. I'm glad to. It looks a lot like. Your X Wing vs. Tie Fighter, which is what I was wanting. Uh, I don't like the five by five, five v five. I want more. I want. I hope that. I hope one hundred and fifty people. Exactly. Oh hell no! You know, I, I, oh, I, hell want, no. I want real oh, space battles. Yeah. God damn it! You know, armies versus armies. But um, like, even even if the background or around you is situated with like bots that are killing each other mm-hmm. or something like that, then that's fine. Give me something that makes it feel grander than just 5v5. Right. 5v5 in space is going to be boring as It's going to feel tiny, yeah. When they said yeah. 5v5, I was expecting them to say, and we also have like a big team battle style, like, hey, here's large scale, like 10 on 10. Here's I think they on do, team. but it's bots, which is weird. Well, and I mean, even that, that would be fine. But like, like Carl said, man, 5v5 five five is going to feel tiny. We'll have to yeah. wait and see what capacity it is, though. I mean, it might be nice if they start 5v5 and go, okay, hey, maybe we'll slowly introduce more. We don't have any yeah, idea we'll, yet. We'll slowly um, expand it to 10v10, 10, 10 yeah. 20v20. Um, what else do we know about the game? It, it, it This is going to be canon. The so vehicle classes. Oh. So, all right, talk about the vehicles. So it's <laughs> X-Wing, A-Wing, U-Wing, and the Y-Wing. Yeah, so it's like Assault, Interceptor, Bomber, bomber. And then there was a fourth one, but I don't remember the name of it. I think uh, the, the fourth one was the light fighter. Yeah. No, wait. The fighter except the Reaper. The Reaper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, I, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in it only because, like, what's cool to me is, like, when space games have, like, management stuff you have to do. So they were, like, talking oh, yes. about, like, managing, like, your ammo, like, your, your managing, like, your shield percentage and stuff like that, like, consumption. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like really cool stuff to do, like, in, like, because it, it feels more real, even though it's it's very clearly a fantasy. But it's not just like you're in the what, cockpit, you have your guns, and you shoot things. It's just you like, know what it reminds me of, Rob. I don't know if you've ever yeah. played these games. It takes me back to the early e, uh, not EA games, um, Origin before it was this storefront. Uh, Mace probably remembers them. Origin they worked on Wing Commander, yeah. yeah. Though that's yeah. what it reminds me of those those games. Hmm. We yeah. gotta pay attention to everything about your ship, your shields, your weapons, everything. Or more, more recently, um, uh, what the hell is that game? I, I know, I know, I know. This sounds bad, but I'm hoping but, that at least, that at least one of those vehicles 
has like a hyperdrive because I just want a suicide hyperdrive just straight through a Star Destroyer. Oh, jeez. I, <laughs> I thought you said that that was terrible. Last Jedi style. <laughs> yeah. The movie was terrible, but that moment, oh my god. <laughs> now I'm drawing a blank because I play this game a lot. Ah. Uh... Not Elite Dangerous. Eve I've Online. I'm kidding. No, not Eve <laughs> Online. Oh God, thank God. They, they recently showed the part two of the game. Why? Is, why is my? Why am I drawing a blank here? You know what? I'll open up Steam. There we go. Go <laughs> through all my games. I'll find it eventually. I, Continue I feel on. Feel like I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I, I just like the idea of like when you have like a space shooter or anything like that, where it's just like, all right, here you are. It's five and five, and you have to take out the other team. But you also have to worry about like how much ammo are you expending at this ever space. I couldn't remember ever space. Yes. Ah. Or like you have to make sure like if your shields are down, like you should be careful or whatever. Or yep. You need to watch your expenditure. Like it's it just stuff like that's like cool to me because like, I'm not big on like, micromanaging stuff, but it's just like it's cool. And I even like like each each individual vehicle they have their own. They're, they're like they're the like, classes. Is and I just love it. like they're they're making sure that they had the bombers. Are the guys that get right down deep in the trenches, and you have like little trench sections you can run through as the bombers and, and drop stuff, and like your you, your standard Tie Fighters are just you, you basic drone fly around assault DPS type stuff. It, it's good to see the amount of detail that they've put into it. The only thing is, is like I I'm still sitting here going, I want more gameplay. Because the way that they interwove the gameplay, it was like little snippets here and there of gameplay, and it was still this goddamn hype of, look at how pretty our cutscenes are. I'm like, no, I don't care how your cutscenes look. I want more in cockpit, show me action. Okay, yeah. so let me stop you, because you're right, but can I just go and say, and we, we no. talked about it. I want to say, anyway, when I was like, <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if you could fly through the asteroid field? And then the next thing they said is, oh, hey, I you can wish. fly through I the wish. asteroid field. Oh, my God, yes. They showed yeah. them flying through it. I, I, I need little, that. Pull off, pull off sneaky maneuvers. So like I need that now. In Return of the Jedi. I was like, going to point that out too because like that specific moment, it's like very clearly not gameplay, but like seeing it, you're like, yeah. wow, he's in the cockpit. He's doing it, but it's like, no, not quite. You know, I hope that's the thing you can actually do in the game though because then like 5v5 would, would probably be interesting if you're in like a really cramped yeah. It's like, it's like a it's like a stra- it's like a strategy thing. It's like you got you, it's a two on one situation. You got two guys on your tail, and you're like, okay, how am I going to get out of this? Oh, look, asteroid feel. I'm going to fucking duck and dive in between all this and see if I can get the I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't expect all that because you're probably hoping for something that may never make it to the game just because <laughs> it's just that on that scale it's just grand as hell. Like they're going to want to do this. What it's 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 similar to you're playing a game. Um, like a combat game, there's all these buildings. It's like, I want to go in this building and ambush these guys. It's like, yeah, you can't go into the buildings. But that's, that's the thing. Like, I also hope that it's not just space battles. I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get like some planet style battles where you're like on, say, you're like on Endor where there's a lot of trees that you have to try and maneuver and stuff like that. Because if everything's set in space, uh, again, it's the one setting makes everything feel tiny and people are going to get bored with it very quickly. I, I just hope that there's again. It's the variety of this game is what's going to sell it. Well, that in a single player campaign. Well, that too. Where, where you get to interject yourself as on both sides with original characters that you make yourself. Uh, did they say that? I don't think you can do that. Yes, I think you're... yes, yes. yes. You are you are you are playing as original characters that you get to customize yourself. Yeah, and and they oh. are involved in the story. I was thinking, like, create a character. No, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that's essentially it. It is a created character, but that's your sort of avatar through the the main story. Like your guardian in Destiny, yeah. Yeah. So you'll have one for the the Rebellion or the New Republic in the Empire. Yeah, exactly. And you'll you'll get to see and interact with characters from the films as well, as per usual. So uh, it's safe to say to everybody here, with the exception of Matt, who disappeared, is excited for this game. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. It comes out this year, October second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for forty dollars. For forty dollars. So the Ooh. only thing, the only thing that I'm not sure about again is the studio motive. They've only worked on Star Wars Battlefront Two with EA. Yeah. So yeah, and that, and that, that's, that's questionable. To be honest, that's got me worried as well. And now hearing that price point. I'm expecting a lot of microtransactions out of this game. EA Origins, get the premiere, play it on that. If it's I, I think, I think it, it has to do more so that that it is so heavily based off of the dogfighting sections in Battlefront Two. I think because it is essentially that game's engine, and and I, you know, I would never downplay how much work goes into making a game because God knows I've never made one, but. Mm. But I think I think it's just like, hey, this is a lower effort. Like, here's a forty dollar package for something that we know people wanted more of. And yeah, we're yeah. gonna charge you at the ass for microtransactions too. Yeah, yeah. I, I either that or like over. it's very much like a. No, I don't want to say smaller, but you you would understand yeah, what I probably mean. Probably smaller. I say smaller, right? right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's not gonna be like this big battle. The lost legacy to Uncharted Four. Oh yeah, baby. yeah. Yeah. All right, it's, it's, I, I just hope that they don't microtransact the hell out of it. Because, funnily enough, I was going through. No, my, uh, I, no, there are no microtransactions. I remember reading about it afterwards. There is no microtransactions. Oh, yeah. In the game. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, they they when they said that the last couple of games with no microtransactions, yeah, not yeah, and, uh, yeah, and 2K said said that a particular machine is not gambling. Well, okay? 2K take two is a bunch of assholes. But. Uh, if they do microtransaction the hell out of this, I hope they realize that they made a major mistake with Battlefront 2 when they originally released it, that they microtransaction, microtransaction the hell out of it. So I, 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 when a company says there's no microtransactions, I really get skeptical because I find that they're trying to find a way to reword it. Well, Titanfall didn't have any. Titanfall 2 didn't have any. Yeah, Star mean. Wars didn't have or Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order didn't have any. They said they confirmed yeah, and then, and then that was single oh, player experiences yeah. straight up. Yeah. So they're not going to do microtransactions, or is it going to be something that's like supposed to expand over time? It'll be it'll be it'll be DLC packs. <laughs> well, it says they're not even doing games. that. Uh, season, season, season models, you know, they seem to be the new thing. Uh, well, well, uh, Ian Fraser from Motive said that Squadrons is not planned to be a live service game. That's okay, kind of disappointing. So this is this, the whole game. game. Like at this point, right now, what we know about it, it sounds very out of character for EA. So I'm not going to hold my breath on any of it. It sounds yeah. like a concept that they're going to build on in the future for something else. Sure. All right. Well, that's that's cool. Squadron's right. through. Let's go talk about something else. So, unfortunately, Yay. well, you don't know I'm going to talk about, do you? All right. Okay. So, unfortunately, again. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of people that they're looking at or are waiting for, and th- your game is next, Austin. Your game is next. Um, unfortunately, this game that we've all been waiting for, Cyberpunk 2077, has been delayed yet again. It's supposed to come out in April, then it got delayed to September, and now it's being late from September to November. 
Now I'm going to add my verb. I'm second. waiting. I'm waiting for it to go from November to January, January to August. There's the. There's. <laughs> I, I, I. I'm now of a belief that this game does not actually exist. There's the pessimist. I was waiting for that. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I know it exists. I know it exists. I saw. Um, gameplay footage at you Axel talked to them here, about so. the damn game I, I did i did an interview with them about it so i know it exists <laughs> so it's again it's frustrating that a game that you're looking forward to is being delayed but at the same time everybody needs to understand that this is great stuff because we're we've moved models have shifted we're gone from publishers say we want this game out now to okay you know what this game needs to take some time <laughs> and work on it we people are people are taking the old uh, Blizzard adage of soon trademark. Yeah, soon TM. Penny. Yeah. Hey, he's back because you know a lot of like Blizzard had been as, was known for many many years as a company when that it's would, done would delay and delay and delay and be like, okay, we're putting this out when we believe it's ready, and to have another company like CD Projekt Red who are who are phenomenal in what they produce turn around and say look we're going to keep delaying this as long as we need to to make sure we give you the best experience and that's great delay go for it keep go delaying it. Delay it. Delay it. keep yeah. going you gotta have uh it also puts the sentiment of faith for the product as well as faith their faith in it and the consumer and some consumers faith for it because it's going to be good i mean they, they're taking this long it has to be worth it as long as the crunch doesn't get worse I don't always trust me i i yeah I, I, as much as i feel bad about that topic and it happens all the time i don't think it's possible I say that with joy smile because yeah, yeah. if you if you if you're del- if you're delaying, you're not going the crunch as badly as yeah, exactly. But you know there'll yeah, be people complaining. Oh my god, you made a crunch. like I'm sorry. I as an accountant, I live on sometimes crunch cycles. I think it's horrible, but it's part of the industry. It I, is. I mean, we, we could be. Way way rock I agree, but it's very we, difficult. Crunch is everywhere. We even we crunch is everywhere. We even have it in IT. It's <sighs> everywhere. It's everywhere. But so again, that now we get to go into the whole. Conspiracy angle here. Okay, so they did say the game was pretty much done. So now they're going back and saying the game needs to get needs more polish, which is great. But now you're lagging a little bit, Matt. But now right. it kind of falls into two different things. Now they're saying certain gaming journalists will get access to the game to provide feedback, which is kind of. I mean, in other words, it'll go. I'm, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Probably yes, and I'm not a fan of that. And and the second thing is, it's getting delayed to November. Xbox Series 5, Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five are coming out around those times. I saw your tweet, and I was like, "You're making a lot of sense there." Man. So what's <laughs> happening here? I mean, are you are you polishing it? Are you polishing it for the PlayStation Four and Xbox One version? Of course not. Or are you polishing it for the upcoming console versions that you want to have out at the same time the consoles come out now? Minor QA stuff, but if I if I can throw it in there, like my my estimation, and we'll get to it more later, but my estimation for the Xbox Series X release date has been 11 2020 for months now. Yeah, Uh, for them for them to put Cyberpunk November nineteenth. 2020 like come on man what are you doing like you might as well just give me a high five and tell me i'm right like this this game is not going i mean it is obviously because they've said that it, the ps4 and the xbox one versions will work on the ps5 and the the uh series x versions of the consoles 
but like just call it a, just like if it if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it's a duck. Like call it a next gen game. November twentieth is a Friday. Makes a lot of sense. All a lot of games are moving to releasing from Tuesdays to Fridays now. Yeah, so just logistically makes more sense. And I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I I could see that for sure. I mean, I, I don't see the consoles coming out any earlier. To be honest, I don't know if you guys disagree, but I I, I could see I could see Sony like mimicking what they did last generation or this generation, where they come out a week before Xbox. So the the fifteenth or whatever the fourteenth maybe. Uh, that'd be interesting because then the Xbox would come out in December theoretically. Like if it's a week from, or or no, sorry, no, it, but it still it'd be like the end of November. That's yeah. pretty late right. for a console release. Yeah. And that, and then, like, especially like if somebody goes to like Black Friday, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a, a deal on Black Friday. Like, imagine the people who buy a month prior, then all of a sudden it's like fifty dollars off, a hundred dollars off. It's just like, right. Well, the, the Xbox One released November twenty second, twenty thirteen. So I could, I could one hundred percent see an Xbox Series X releasing on the twentieth. Am, am mm, I the only one who's, sort of, who's sort of looking at it going? Uh, maybe, maybe we're I mean, what if they just delaying the game because they want to have uh, Keanu Reeves fully rendered everything he does? They just want Keanu oh, Reeves to talk more. We're gonna give Keanu Reeves in like an entire hour in the game of him just talking about random stuff. What were you saying, Carl? Um, is anyone sort of getting this like bad feeling that they might actually end up canceling the current generation versions? No, they're too no. far in. They're too far. No, in. no. they way, yeah. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why I say they won't do that. There's great reasons, Keith. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna drop out in a second. Say uh, again. But, oh, there he is. There he we, is. We, missed, we missed everything you said. I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I was saying, you know why they didn't do? It? They're, they're not dropping them. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that would they be are, really. Microsoft funny if they has did a though. huge publishing deal on this. They're <laughs> not dropping them. They're not dropping. Well, them. I mean, here's the deal: is is the way that the Xbox Series X work is whether you buy a last gen version of a game or a current gen version of the game, it works on either console. So right. Yeah. So and, the, the one the, thing that we really need to worry about is whether or not the PS4 game will still be published. Which at this point, I would be so blown away. And like it would, it would be so bad for them, like public, like public facing, Ooh, to to cancel one of the console generations. They're not. They've already said that they're coming. It just did you, seems did like. You get the, did you get the Seagate drive that goes with that as well? No, I don't, <laughs> I don't believe in that shit. I had a conversation with my cousin about this a couple of days ago. He was like, "Should I buy the the, the Xbox brand uh, portable drive?" And I'm like, "Why? Go buy a freaking WE Passport four terabytes for fifty dollars. Why the hell would you do that?" Yeah. Because, because, it's, it's because it, ma- it matches your cyberpunk console. No, it's gamer powered. It's therefore faster. <laughs> but in, in all, in all the seriously, they're not going to. They're not going to delay the other consoles. They're not going to drop them. But I really do think the polishing they're doing is for the next generation consoles because yeah. it contradicts everything they said. It's done. It's ready. We're good to go. And all of a sudden, oh hey, we're, we we got to put more polish into it, and we're letting gaming journalists, certain gaming journalists, check it out. Oh, man, we have to support ray tracing. (laughs) What's interesting about when you said the feedback thing, the impression that I get from that is that it could be a similar deal to what's happening with The Last of Us 2 now or did happen, is that we might be seeing something where there's like some pretty heavy restrictions on embargo and things that they may or may not be able to talk about. 
that get like at least when you when you say feedback and that they have to they get it early and, and uh, say theoretically can't put out a review that you can only put out an impression like it, it, it the impression it gives me is that it could be something like all right well there's a bunch of story beats that happen we don't want you to cover and then it turns into this thing where it's like they can only talk about certain aspects of the game like that's the impression i got anyway no i, I that's also another angle and a quite possibility but the thing i had with that is you're and again, this is my stance just because running a smaller outlet here. You're putting them on an unequal footing with other people, you know, just like IGN has running their own gaming fest, they have access to all this shit ahead of time. If you give certain people access to a game ahead of time, it's like, hey, we know more about this game than you do, we can talk about whatever we can, and you don't have the ability to do that. And I understand that's where it happens, this is the industry that happens, but it also back of mind is like. You're giving people early access. Why not just open up to everybody then? Why is well, it only a select few? I mean, I... if if I can read the the section of the statement that they put out that you're talking about, I think I think it might clarify some of this a little bit. So it says this week journalists from all over the world are starting to independently play the game. We are eager and quite stressed to hear their opinions as well as see your reactions when they publish their previews right after we air Night City Wire on the 25th of June. There you go. This will satisfy some of your hunger for the game as we work to uh, polish it for the November launch. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like they're they're employing journalists to get feedback. It sounds like it's a preview event, like like any game has. Oh, so we're thinking like they get an early version of the game, like a demo, kind of. Right. Yeah. I I think also I think they're afraid of is that normal people and psychopaths like myself will probably, you know. Get you know break the mechanics of the early game or data mine it. That's why they're afraid of super early giving it to everybody. That's it's the thing just that can happen. Weird that they're doing and, uh, that. That, that, that that could be it too. That's just you know not to say we all terrible people, but you know <laughs> it's just weird that they're doing that now and again after they've already said it, it's just they they say one thing and then they're doing another. Hey, it's done, but it's not really done. Hey, it's done without the polish. Well, we have, you know, this, this we've nice made an thing. early access game. We're going to charge you sixty bucks. We realized we can't do that, so we decided to make the finish the game. Well, that's, this that's, this yeah. Night City Wire thing has been in the works for a while. Like we've known yeah, about it for months now. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think this preview event that they that the journalists are all are all going to get to play has probably also been on the books for a while now. Likely. So I think likely, yeah. I think that that they wanted to prep people like, hey, you're going to get one last big preview event before the release but unfortunately it's going to come earlier than you know two or three weeks before you know a month or so before the game releases instead it's going to be you know three months before the game releases. have journalists had an opportunity to play the game yet publicly nobody has played the game they've only seen act they've only got closed door access to watch it but nobody has played it which again this this preview makes a lot of sense to me that's what I was gonna say. It makes more sense now in that case, because like think about it. Like if nobody has played it other than developers and stuff like that, then like I guess this kind of makes a lot more sense now, considering that the world that we're in, if they're just gonna get a preview demo that they get to play, it makes a whole lot more sense. So it's just an interesting situation to be in, and it's one first of all, great shouts out to the, the uh, publishers or publishers out uh, the people that get to check it out because a jealous much because we're waiting on this game for years even before people who have started talking about it within the last year or so i remember following this game when they first announced it and it's like wow this game is finally coming out after all this time it's been a while further back i don't even remember as i I mentioned to somebody it might have been you guys before i was following this game when they first said this game is too advanced to come to console pc only and then 
I think a year or so into development, they went, oh, it's coming out to the consoles as well now. It's like you set one thing and then went back into another. But I just yeah. remember that trailer, man. That slow mo trailer with the the one with the arms when it zooms yeah. out to her. Oh, it's so cool. It's, that's just not even in the game yeah. anymore. Not even in the game anymore. Um, it, it's like it's like the original um, prey trailer. Remember that prey yeah. trailer? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Prey. I think you're 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 a mercenary person. They they actually have that that like claw arm ability. I was watching one of the deep dives that they did. They actually have that like in the game. Your character can use that ability. Cool. So, Which looks, yeah. it looks cool. <laughs> so wrapping the game up, was announced in May of 2012. It's been eight years. Even yeah. earlier. Yeah, Sounds yeah. like good times. So even though the game is being delayed, I'm glad that they're putting the time into it. I just wish they would come out and say, hey, you know what? It's we're, we're doing this, this, and this. But hey, we're still working on the game. Great. That's great. Just please, for the love of G.O.D., don't delay it again. And if you do have to delay it again, more power to you, but please don't. No, no, no. They're going to delay it again because they realize, oh, snap, we forgot that we have to actually include music. Oh, man, we got to get some music, guys. Oh. We can't have music. We got DMTA. We'll, we, we can't have that anymore. Yeah, exactly. you Johnny Silverhand produce an album. It's fine. Music, yeah. music is now gone. If anybody wants to stream this shit on Twitch, Forget about it's, it. It's just Keanu Reeves jock rocking for twelve hours. Oh yeah, could yeah, oh, yeah. I would pay top dollar. Keanu, dun, 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 dun. actually, that should be the whole soundtrack. Oh no, work on that, oh, guys. Cyberpunk, <laughs> just get Keanu Reeves soundtrack. Him just I'll doing take, random rock my... sounds for like three hours. You got to pay those right. two though. You got to pay right. for the idea. We're wrapping, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're wrapping up the cyberpunk, Austin, sir. This is all you. Go What's for up, it. buddy? This is you. I want to talk about the thing I hate. All right, bounce. <laughs> hey, man. Damn. Ouch. So, uh, so, so, I, I think I think the the proper way to hit it is is maybe we talk a little bit about the July event first, uh, okay. and then bleed into what I think is going to be the biggest game that they show off at that event. Um, you think? <laughs> maybe. Uh, here's the thing: there have been multiple articles up on the website about this little game. I don't know. Maybe you guys have heard of it called Halo. The uh, indie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real no, small it's scale. A PlayStation game that came for the Xbox. <laughs> My oh. favorite thing in the world was that it was shown off at MacWorld in '99, and now, now it is what it is. Can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk <laughs> about that? It was a sequel to Marathon, which not many people remember. Well, it wasn't a sequel. It was, it was, like it was a, a yeah, spiritual but, kind of yeah. like, like, hey, Marathon was super cool, right? Like, like, ooh, nice. We're gonna take marathon and like you just go absolutely balls to the wall with it. By the way, I really think they should have, they should have did something with marathon. Just bring uh, it back to their presence. There are rumors that when Halo Reach finished development, Marcus Leto before he left Bungie was working on a marathon reboot. That would be nice. There's a lot. I would of love lore. to see it. There's man. a lot of lore in that game. But okay, so it went from Mac, then it was supposed to come to PC, and then. Bill Gates and Xbox. Well, no, it was it was just going to be on Mac, and right. Bungie was floundering. Bungie, Bungie yeah. was losing money on development, so Microsoft was like, "Hey, we're going to make this console and call it an Xbox, uh, but we need studios to make games. Uh, we'll we'll give you the money that you need, but you're we're going to own your ass." So Bungie said, "Yeah, sure, let's do it," and they the rest is history, man. The rest is terrible history. <laughs> hey, it's great until you know a certain point. Anyway. No, I mean, absolutely. So, so the the May Xbox event was a thing. It was sure a thing. Uh, that, it was that, that was that was extremely disappointing. Like the the reason that that probably eighty percent of the people tuned in to watch it was to see Assassin's Creed gameplay that they promised. And the only thing that was actually anything close to gameplay was like a little flyby spin around of the main character. Like, cool. Thanks, thanks for wasting my hour. Um, 
It was gameplay footage. It was in engine. Um, I think I think Microsoft's going to have learned their lesson from that. I think I think that this July event is going to be a lot more in the vein of what Sony did the this last uh, or this month rather. They have to. So right? I, I think it has to. I think it has to, and I think Microsoft comes out like like swinging with a price point. They I think they start the conference off. They show off a solid Halo demo, and then they come out with a very competitive price point. Uh, I love the idea. Were you reading but... my article, Austin? Were you no. reading my, were you reading <laughs> no, my no, article? No. Not at all, not at all, man. That's exactly what I said to you. <laughs> it really? <laughs> at the beginning of the event, they need to just show Halo. Just yeah, start man. it off. I, in, fact, I, I, in fact, let me get to my, let me get to my article real quick. I, I mean, I think it worked for for Halo Five back in 2015 when when they opened the press conference with Halo 5's campaign. I think that worked out extremely well. So this is exactly what I said. This is what I said. Oh, that worked. I was like, start off, start it off with a bang with Halo Infinite. Start with a new trailer, transition to some gameplay, blow up some stuff, have Master Chief do something dramatic, and then give us a release date. Absolutely. So, so you're telling me you want to live in the past. Because the future sucks. Hey, the that- past worked. Well, I mean, if yeah. the future right. is 2020, then you, you, like, you, you Microsoft people live in your fantasy to play new I'm stuff. not even an Xbox fanboy. I'm because play PlayStation fans, PlayStation fans don't totally play remakes of games that came out 10 years ago, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know every big game that's come out. Look, I'm a retired Halo yeah. fan. That's all I'm going to say. Get out of here with that. That speaks volumes. Anyway. Uh, we remake so- a game that's been on every platform. So the well, July event is going to be box. super cool. Hopefully, we see a new Banjo Kazooie game. That'd be that'd be awesome. I doubt it. But... I doubt it. The last one was complete butt cheeks. Oh yeah, yeah. like absolutely. But we don't. Need... Microsoft is obviously still obsessed with throwing the fact that they own that IP in people's face. Y'all oh, gotta... So gotta shove it down. They killed my hopes and dreams. Oh, <laughs> right. why, why don't you put a gun to Congress head, blow it off on screen, says, <laughs> "Where everyone? Where <laughs> we? We need it. Just bring back Conquer. We just need that." He, no, let me hit you with the, the hottest of takes. Hot Where it comes thing. out, they don't bring out anything else. Jet Force Gemini. Oh. <laughs> if they bring that, Yikes. I will have some sense of res- a little sense of respect for them. I mean, realistically, like of, of the rare IP that we'll probably see at at this Ju- July event will probably don't be say, perfect dark. Don't, I just I just asked you not to say I that. I mean, like, I'm not thrilled about it. I'm not thrilled about it at all. But like that'll probably be it. I really hope the init- that is not the game the initiative is working on. I I hope, I hope it's a Banjo Kazooie game, but I doubt it, man. Like I really doubt it. I I don't think that Microsoft sees any value in the IP like as a whole. I think that they don't see any value for half of stuff they own. I mean, right. I mean, you're absolutely right, man. Like, like, hey, you know, it'd be a really cool Gears game. How about how about a mobile game based on the pop? How about figures? a tactics gear game? Really? Right. Hey, that hey, that's that, pretty uh, fun. Right, right. That that yeah. XCOM game about, is pretty popular. Why don't we do Gears of XCOM? Yeah. How about a Tactics Halo game? So I make it XCOM. Me. Oh God! Do you guys not program anything? You know that's <laughs> not the first. Anything? Are you, you even know, a developer? I mean, they got a tactical Gears game and a tactical Halo game. Dying for yeah. another Halo project too. Exactly. Everything's Something not completely done by different. Right. 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 But of course not. Yeah. You know they're gone. Can't imagine why they left. Look, all I'm going to say is that the, clearly the Xbox needs more shooters, right? Because that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Oh, well, let's, let's, let's just get more guns and shooty-shooty bang-bang 
and live my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, go, go ahead and get back to the, uh, to the uh, okay. The so, so let's, oh, let's yeah, um, go ahead and, and just come turn out that page. Gay, rainbows to shoot out his butt, and then everyone's gonna play it. Rainbow, <laughs> rainbow, requiem, rainbow, rainbow. You know, seven. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset uh, about that to be honest. Taylor Butts Fart 3. So obviously, like I said, the big thing that we're going to see in July from Xbox, other than a price point, I think, honestly, is is Halo. Like, here we go. Uh, I think I like I'm super excited about this game. Um, if that hasn't been clear enough, like I've been covering it personally and on the site and the excitement around it's real big. So that's that's awesome. Like it's it's super exciting that, that people are looking forward to a Halo game again. Um, probably the biggest rumor that we have going on right now, other than all of the Mega Bloks toys that keep leaking information about the game, um, which like that's that is so lame. Like, if you're Microsoft, if you're three four three, you're seeing this stuff get out in the wild. Just put out like a little trailer. Just show me like a teaser. With, did that happen with Gears too? Like the 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 spin-off? yeah, like like yeah. the toys. Like I don't know, man. Microsoft just doesn't have a good handle on who they partner with, like for merchandising, and like that stuff just gets out in the wild. Like I can go to my local Target right now and buy these Halo Mega Blocks. I have no idea what they are, but it's obviously stuff from the game. So the biggest the biggest rumor came initially out of a podcast. Um, the the podcast is called the RDX Podcast. I I've never watched it before. I've never heard of it until that rumor. Uh, a couple, a couple of like big, big Halo content creators have been on it, and apparently they've had speculation and given rumors uh, on on topics like this in the past, and they've been at least close to right. So it, it bears it bears sharing. Um, they said they used like a big buzzword, which was juggernaut. Halo Infinite is going to be a juggernaut. And then the other thing they said was that it's going to mimic something that God of War 2018 did really well. Uh, and that they wouldn't really talk about it until we see the game in July. Then over on Reset Era, there's a user by the name of um, Clobrilli or Clobrilli. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But yeah, yeah. He, he leaks a lot of stuff, including Halo stuff. Uh, and someone, someone had mentioned uh, in, in one of these threads talking about this podcast snippet. That, that they were probably talking about the single shot camera angle thing. And he said that that was 100% right. He said bingo. He quoted it and said bingo. So if you go back and watch the the trailer that we got at E3 last year, the Discover Hope trailer, uh, it, it is all one shot. The only time it ever breaks is when the it, the camera like uh, fades down as the pilot is looking at Chief floating in space and it fades down and then it comes back up and it's chief landing inside the ship with the pilot controlling it uh it's the only cut in the entire trailer otherwise it's completely one shot including like going first person with chief and then coming back into third person camera angle it's all one shot and it makes a lot of sense that that'd be that that'd be what it is uh so that's that's kind of like the big halo infinite thing right now is is not only is halo infinite going to be the spiritual reboot but still a sequel to the franchise that it's a part of like god of war was but it's literally going to rip out the single, the single shot camera lens from from the same game. So we get a third person view of Halo. I don't think so. I think it stays first person. I think it stays FPS because otherwise it's not a Halo game. Um, they've been pretty adamant that this is going to be a Halo. That this is for all intents and purposes Halo Six. 
but they said back when Halo 5 was titled, Halo 5 Guardians, that they wanted to get away from the numbering convention. Uh, I think the literal quote was Bonnie Ross saying, like, Halo 14 doesn't sound good. So we'll we'll stop numbering them eventually. I didn't think that it'd be Halo 6 that they'd stop numbering them, but here we are. So, so I think it stays first person. And like in the trailer, when, when Chief, like, tilts his head forward and takes a step and all of those wires disconnect from him, I think that that's the style of separation that we'll see playing the game whenever it, it cuts to a cutscene. All right. Well, yeah. since we're talking about that, let's talk about something about that trailer real quick. So, uh, what is the name of that pilot again? We um, don't know. I, I call him Brohammer, and so does, okay. so does a lot of the Halo community. So, I like the part of the trailer, and I could be reading into this too much, because those who followed the series know that Cortana is no longer with Chief anymore. She's kind of having a, um, a mental issue. fit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's she, breaking down. She went bonkers, right? She went crazy. Yeah. And... The AI in, in, in Halo have a have a, a, uh, a limited shelf life. And Seven after years. that, they go they go crazy. There's only been like one or two that didn't do that. Um, but she's in the middle of a crisis and she's kind of like, I don't want to say she's a bad guy. She's just doing things. She's morally gray. Put it that way. And uh, so when Chief gets thawed out and gets brought back online, he brings up his screen and says, hey, there's AI missing. And it's like, is this pilot going to be not his conscious, but like his guide? Is he going to be working with Master Chief throughout this game now? I think I think so. So when you watch that trailer, the pilot is obviously a very human character. We we see him like watch the hologram with his wife uh, talking to their kid. Uh, and, and as the camera pay, uh, pans around this happening, he, he physically ages. He's obviously been in there for at least a few weeks, if not longer. Um, so I think he will be like the human lens that we that we interact with Chief through. But uh, if you continue watching the trailer after you get the little title card, Chief is on on one of the Halo installations. We we think it's installation zero seven, but that's like super deep lore nerd stuff. Um, we we see Chief in a control room, like taking his his AI chip out to go and and essentially like jack back into Cortana. Um, uh, or to reacquire Cortana in some way. And mm. Christopher Lee, the game's creative director, did say that that it is a reunion, that that section in that trailer is from the game and it is a reunion. Uh, so, I mean, I have I have theories upon theories about what that means. I, I really do think that I have it pinned, but we'll, I guess we'll find out this fall. Say, say. What do you okay, think like, not, not to go, like, too crazy off the, off the deep end or anything, but I think... Bad Cortana that we deal with in in Halo Five put a fragment of her good Cortana self on oh, this Halo no. ring to keep Chief away from it. Uh, and if you look at the beginning of that trailer where Chief is in the debris field, it's obvious that Chief was on the Halo ring when it blew up, when that section of it broke off. And I think it's because Cortana has the ability to manipulate the Halo rings just like the Forerunners did. So you that think that, that particular trailer? may not be necessarily at the beginning of the game, right? Because, like... They did say it's the game's opening, but it's not inherently... It could it could potentially be, like, a, a title card-style trailer where it's not literally the beginning of the game, okay. but within the first hour or so, I'd imagine. Because, I mean, based off of Halo 5's ending, I'm not going to go any further than that. Like, I mean, it's like... What? Like, <laughs> what? Gap of what? Well, and the what crazy thing is we... Is, so, if you're, you're telling me... Fan, that if this new game with the nice shiny camera angles and a potential camera view to make it look more actiony, is going to do the smartest technique of all time. Write themselves out of a box to pretend that gap never happened. 
That is the best thinking I've ever heard ever. Oh, Unfortunately, oh, there have been novels and stuff that continue the story. Oh, yes, yes the books for the little <laughs> girl. Uh, yeah, I'm aware. But, but the there, you can see at some point, you see a date readout in the uh, pilot's cockpit, and it seems as though it's been about two years. Or actually, I'm sorry, when Chief turns his visor on... Um, it's been about two years since the end of the time. Oh, so no escape technique. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I'm not. I'm not <laughs> it sounds like I'm like, gonna do because it's like, like but again, like every time, every time Halo does this, that's what they do. Like, yeah, it's it's like they just can't can't decide on like a solid continuity. Like Halo is a massive universe. Why why do the novels that don't even involve the Master Chief have to move the the timeline forward? Like, oh, because you have to pay them royalties if you put the stuff in the game. That's right, right, of course. Money. But I, I know think, that I work for writers. Well, <laughs> I, I, I just think with, with that, Austin, it's because the game, it's still... When you say Halo, even when Master Chief is not involved, the first thing you think of is Master Chief. Look at right. ODST. Look at Reach. It had nothing to do with him. But everybody's like, when does Master Chief show up? He, he doesn't show up. He's not in these games. I, I more so more so like uh, so many of these novels that come out so few of them have to actually do with the chief and anything that he's doing in this in between time uh there was there was a really long comic run after Halo 4 came out between 4 and 5 that chief was a part of for 3 issues out of I think the 28 issue run like there there's there's no point in in it being a part of something to move the universe forward when you can absolutely tell stories that aren't like in canon like you know, advancing that timeline. We we also don't know like what's going on with Cortana's created faction, like her AI controlled faction of, of whatever she's doing with the Covenant and then the Banished from Halo Wars 2. That's what a lot of these Mega Bloks enemies have been. So the Banished are somehow going to be involved with that. And like there's so much that we just don't know right now. And while I think we'll see a snippet of campaign in the July event, I think it's mostly going to focus on multiplayer and showing fans like what kind I of don't Halo games is going to be. I, I think a big problem with the Halo series right now is, I'm going to say it, Guardians rub people the wrong way. The single-player campaign did not pan out the way people, a lot of people were. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I really think if they want to, I don't want to say get the fans back, because Halo is big and a lot of it is the multiplayer but for those who play the game just for the single player experience, they need to reach out to those people. Say, we realized that this game was not what you wanted. We're going to fix that with Infinite. I think they yeah, give totally. that impression too. Because like for sure, like from what we've seen so far, it very clearly looks like Halo Infinite is going to be like, we're focusing on the story very clearly. We want you to appreciate, you know, the new yeah. things that we're trying to do. At least that's what I got from it. I mean, no, absolutely. And like with, with the art style hearkening back some and like being a nice twist between like what three, four, three interpreted it as versus what Bungie was doing. I, I think that there's a lot of potential for the game to <clears throat> feel like a, a more logical continuation of, of the original trilogy than four was itself. But, but Halo 5's multiplayer was loved by, by most players. Uh, the, the campaign was rough, but we know that Halo Infinite is getting a flighting like like the MCC has gotten on PC. So we know that it's going to have essentially a, a beta, whether that's just once or in multiple chunks. I think I think 343 is going to take the time to show off, like I said, a snippet of the campaign, but really show people what they have to look forward to as far as like multiplayer goes and uh, dates for those potential flightings as well. Yeah. All right. So we'll just have to wait until July to see exactly what happens. Yeah, I'm, man. 
I'm excited. It's not soon. because not because I'm an Xbox fanboy, people, because I like gaming equally. And I want to see what Microsoft is doing because I don't want them yeah. to I don't want them to repeat Xbox One. I don't. I really don't. I want, want to, to see this. them actually try and then laugh at their trying. That's what I want to say. So you like to laugh I at like somebody trying to, to succeed. Yes, that's in America. Come on, don't you live in this country like I do? Oh, Pettiness is the great is equal to success. Come on, you, you're American like me. No, you, I'm, I'm American, here, but I don't laugh at people's pain. Sorry. You, 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 this is why you will never be a success like me. I have laughed at everyone's pain my whole <laughs> life. Look where I'm now. I have a door. I have soda. I have haircut. I've succeeded. All right. I so I didn't even point it the right way. <laughs> so the second thing you came on to talk about often was not Jackson Daxter, unfortunately. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Nah, Jackson Daxter, bring me Jack. Uh, so but, yeah. unfortunately, the second best franchise uh, that that Naughty Dog ever worked on before the year 2009 uh, was Crash Bandicoot, which was which was what, what really put them on the map. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, they had actually done the the two founders had originally done some like educational games back in the wait, day. Wait, 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 wait. You, you said I'm sorry. You said the second best game that Night Dogs ever worked on before 2009. Yeah, before 2009. Oh, mm, that is very specific. I'm trying to think of any mm. in between. I mean, Crash I mean, Two classic to me. Just saying. No, 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 like, like Crash, Crash as a franchise is is amazing, but like Jack and Dexter is number one. You can't, you can't. Find yeah, it. Jack, just Jack two. No, the first one, the first one's so good. The first one was a, it's, it's a very expensive collectathon, man. I like all of them. Fair. <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, no, like it's just like, um, but talking about um. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Do they still own? Does Nomadog still own Crash Bandicoot? Uh, no, I know it's been clashed like so many people's hands. No, unfortunately, unfortunately, Activision owns it. Activision owns it. Oh, ago. that explains a lot. Yeah. Well, all right, Dreams Dead. So, so <laughs> after after Crash Three came out, uh, Activision put out a multitude, unfortunately, of really crappy Crash Bandicoot games. I'm aware. Uh, of that. And then back in, I want to say 2016, they put out the Crash Bandicoot. Uh, insane trilogy, the first three crash games, the good ones, uh, remastered, uh, for current gen. Uh, and it played in 4K, they, they had their fun little bit where it was fur K. I loved that, I thought that was clever. Uh, so we we got that, and then 2018, we got the Crash Bandicoot, uh, the, the Crash Team Racing remaster as well. It was also uh, some of the maps from the sequel that wasn't as good as the original yeah. racing game. Uh, and then they've added a ton of stuff, like a, very much so a live service-esque uh, Crash Bandicoot racer. Yeah, it was weird that they added, like, I think like, two months after the game launched, they added, like, uh, microtransactions, and that was weird. Yeah, they, they they added a ton of new racers, a bunch of new tracks, and they do, like, monthly cups, like tournaments and stuff yeah. that people can participate in. I played a couple of those. They're fun. Um which is like super cool, but we've all been like, okay, like they're obviously going to put out a new Crash game eventually, right? Like, come on. Uh, 2019, it didn't happen, and then a few months ago, there was there was a little bit of a teaser that went online. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't much. It was basically a tweet from Toys for Bob that kind of hinted at it, and then a few. I want to say this last week, a bunch of games journalism outlets and influencers and stuff started getting jigsaw puzzles. That were missing puzzle pieces. They were actually send them jigsaw puzzles. Really? Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, 
and there was a, a leak, like a 4chan leak, like a year ago about this oh, new Crash 4K. game. That was uh, like the project title was Crash Eight because it's technically the eighth game. But then we got then we got the big leak from the Taiwanese rating board uh, that yeah, Crash Taiwan. Bandicoot Four yeah. is is has been rated from uh, in Taiwan and it's called Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. Uh, and here we go with more time based games. And and <laughs> it seems very much so similar to like Ratchet and Clank. Uh, oh God, Rift Apart. Rift Apart. Yeah, uh, it seems very similar to that in in theory and in, in its story. Is it's going to be like different worlds, uh, kind of kind of mushed together in a like time traveling adventure for Crash. But the the rumors are that it's supposed to be more more open world than the original three were linear, uh, which. You know that's that's how they ruined the the other ones. So let's see how that goes. But this is obviously like the images that have leaked from what is obviously a trailer is supposed to be shown on Monday, which bums me out. I feel really bad for the guys over at Toys for Bob that that have been working on this really hard to to have it leak less than a week before before the trailer comes out. Unfortunately, internet security, right? That yeah, man. Unfortunately, that's just the way the I'm, game I'm is. I'm upset I thought when Naughty Dog will work on this game, but as they give it up, so it's like I've look. Once I played, was it Crash, Kratos, Insanity? We could play Cortex yeah. and Crash. I was like, this franchise is just booty. Well, and the like, weird thing is that the idea, I think, the idea in this one is that you will also be able to play as Cortex again. Like it, it's like they're completely restarting with the same ideas. It's just what are you doing, man? Just keep just just keep throwing in the blender. One of them will work, right? Like the so, only thing I'll be interested in is playing Coco on a level because she was never really playable in the classic Crash Bandicoot games. Just saying. Yeah, and her being playable be in the remaster but... was super yeah. cool. Um, yeah. But but we got we got a release date also of October 9th. Of and this, this is going to be shown on on June twenty second during yes the, um, during the summer games fest. Games fest yeah. Uh, what is it? They called it like the indie showcase or developer showcase for June. Yeah, developer showcase. Uh, they're calling it Day of the Devs, curated by Day of the Devs and the Game Awards. So, a stream at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern on uh, on Monday, and yep. we'll we'll get to see that trailer in action. I'm very excited about. And that. I would definitely let me just add in real quick. I would definitely check that out just because this segment alone, because there are a bunch of indie I games touch. that you need to check out. I know for a fact that uh, I talked I talk to them at PAX, uh, Big Blue Bubble with Foregone. It's going to be in there. Uh, Panzer uh, Paladin is going to be in there. And um, I think uh, there's another game that's going to be announced. Jack and Dexter is probably going to be there, too. No. There's another <laughs> game that's going to be announced. Jack and Dexter makes the list. Them Sly Cooper, Thievius Raccoonus has a shot. Can I? Oh, awesome. my gosh. Because I wasn't See, there. Exactly. Because I wasn't there, I, I wish you guys had heard like me Like I said, screaming. baby, they'll come out. And they'll put out Jack and Dexter for a guy in, a, in, in Jack's one suit, right? And everyone looks at him. Everyone sees Jax. They look at him. They're like, oh, it's Jack and Dexter. And out of nowhere, you see, uh, what's this, uh, what's this guy? Kashiro, the guy who owns Sony, pulls off <laughs> and says, are you pleased? And everyone just. Oh, dear. I'd be like, it's comfortable of all time. I, I wish I wish I had joined you guys for the live reactions to the PlayStation event because I lost my mind when Ratchet and Clank got another game. 
I was and I'm just over here, here like I was like I wonder what Austin's thinking about this just, right just now. To return to roots. Crash and Clank is super cool, and the game looks gorgeous, and I, I can't wait to play it. But like, where's, 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 that, that, that game's gonna, that game's well, gonna flex on it, so it's sure. It's that like you can tell, like oh, jumping yeah. between dimensions and stuff. Like, here's what the SSD can do. We can right. do yes. all this stuff. Yeah. Here's a tech demo in the form of a game. Here's a tech demo. Oh, hey, this game's coming out. <laughs> Got him. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, Somniac's on it, so I have a full faith on it because they're like I said, my favorite Ratchet and Clank uh, games are one and two. The original was super yeah, hard. Man. The second one, Commander, was very actiony, and everyone just felt less difficult than that. So I was hoping for a return to form. Did you ever play the, uh, the remake? PS4? I did not. I never. I, did I wanted to. It looks amazing. Yeah. So this is only coming out for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Yes. So we're doing this crap again. We're, That's we're what not I was putting out the Switch, was, and we're not getting a PC version. Was there is there is oh man, I just had it open. I'm so sorry. But one of the one of the uh, one of the recent era guys who's on Twitter a lot uh, also said that the idea that it is only showing up on Xbox and Switch is completely accurate. That there are currently no plans to publish it on Switch. And like I just I don't get it like Jack and Daxter or Jack and Daxter. <laughs> Jack and Daxter, yeah. Uh, bring it back. Um, uh, Crash Bandicoot is like perfect for Switch. It's so perfect for Switch. Like it's cartoony and it like like you know it, it's it, it would sell gangbusters. And they're but just like, nah, the we're not gonna do it. You think you think a town be cool with a plumber and a furry working together? That's just not a marsupial. I'm sorry, working to. Do you Just know out of curiosity, are. the Insane Trilogy, it came out after it initially released on consoles, right? When it yeah. came to Switch? Is, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's that. totally it's totally possible that in yeah. like a year we'll see it on Switch. But I, yeah. I think, I think if we do, it'll be a while. Yeah, it makes sense. Man, and Toys for Bob has done a great job with Crash Bandicoot, in my opinion, so far. Like, I'm, I'm actually very excited. Like, the, well, the original levels that they made for for the insane trilogy were awesome uh I'm, I'm very excited to see what they can do with their own like full-fledged title the screens that i caught you have faith i'm glad you have faith in them because my personal take is once naughty dog left the company it's been pretty hard to trust anyone else. i will take your faith and put it with my faith and you've reached out to me what and we'll feel the hard time lose <laughs> this game. well we'll just yeah. we'll just have to see man you know, Monday, no, 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 no. The Insane Trilogy is great. I'm not denying it. It's just that. Yeah, yeah. It's just, again, Crash Bandicoot has been treated horribly. <laughs> That's not denying it. No, absolutely. Hard times. I think, I think the last good Crash game that came out was the Game Boy Advance, like, Spyro crossover. Oh, my God. You're right. I know what you're talking about. I was, that was, that, that actually almost, I didn't break my Game Boy, but I remember running out of batteries because <laughs> the levels burned everything. <laughs> it's good times, man. I love, Ooh. I love that stuff. All right. Anything else about Crash? No, I mean I'm I'm excited it's, it's, it's for it. Racing. I want I want to beat more people. That's it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, bring back Jack and Dexter. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty two. Man, you. <laughs> do think need, about it. You just need to stop. PlayStation I, Six launch title confirmed. <laughs> I, look, look, look! I've given up on F Zero. You can give up on. <laughs> you cannot give up on. Catholic I'll die on this hill. Hey, can't give up on free play though. In an anime, look, 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 all I'm gonna say about Freedom Fighters there's still chance IO still retained rights to two franchises when they left Square Enix Hitman and Freedom Fighters, baby. It's come back, it's come back one day. 
Yeah, there's a, there's, 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 there's a slim hope. Not 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 like you know how keep it about F Zero. You gave up on God. Have you not seen the Captain Falcon anime? Captain Zero? He punched space. It blew up. He killed everything. What punch? I've I've given up on F Zero. Every time if, if you give up on God, you're an unfaithful man. Get I don't believe in God. Right I'm now. sorry. I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. Sorry. Get out of here. Leave you heathen. I'm a dirty heathen who lives in this country. I. There's a lot of things that I'm leaving anymore, so I'm leaving yeah. it bad. <laughs> All right. Um, looks like we're at the end. I wanted to ask Carl a question, but he's he's kind of quiet at the moment. Are you you guys Japan Cup? The new Japan you guys, Cup. Like, you, you guys were talking seen. about like Halo and shit. I really didn't give a flying fuck about. I decided I'm going to sit here and edit some it. covers and shit. You know, no covers, new Japan. While you guys are blah blah blah. No, I, I called y'all saying he's probably watching the new Japan Cup. And oh, I, haven't done, I haven't downloaded that yet. It's good, honestly. Well, now that you are talking to us, no again, spoilers. I was going to ask right. this, but I am going to ask you this because I know you don't give a flying fuck about it, but you might. What do you think about honest opinion? Capcom not doing Resident Evil Eight on Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Um, I think they're probably shooting themselves in the foot a little bit, uh, least sales wise, because. We don't know how many people are going to adopt this next generation of console straight out the gate. So to put something exclusively on the next gen systems, it's a bit of a gamble. Uh, however, you know, hey, it means I don't have to get it on PS4, which means once again my entire collection is going to be fucking wrong. Um, <laughs> as I've just updated it to the point where I can actually play the entire series on the one console. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're pretty much shooting themselves in the foot with sales, but hey, if they want to spend that extra time upping the graphics from what we saw in the, I guess, a sort of beta era uh, gameplay or whatever it was we saw on the PlayStation reveal. It was choppy and rough. That's what we said. Yeah, it was choppy. It was rough. Yeah, you could, I, uh, mm. you, you, you could tell. You could tell as much as they say it was all running on PS5. That thing had not been optimized for the console. There was something weird you, about the you, you, lighting. You could, you could tell, you could tell that that was running, at least running on what was going to be PS4 specs. So, yeah. if they if they take the extra time and effort to update the styling or get the better graphics running or you know, add something that's going to be worth the PS5's time, go for it. If you're just going to give me what was going to be on the PS4 on the PS5, because, well, one, you're probably going to pay more for the games than the initial, then, yeah, you know, as per usual, fuck you, Capcom, but hey, they'll still send it to me anyway. <laughs> See? I See? You gave, you gave a, a reasonable, a logical answer. You, you I, always, I always <laughs> do. You know, I, you know I, 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 have, I, have, I have never, right. ever turned around and did something without having some some facts or some logic behind me. And the, the thing is, and this is what I'll say to everybody here on the podcast, anybody watching, whatever, is that if you see an article from me on the outerhaven.net where I am bagging the living crap out of something, you'll find that I usually end up doing the review. <laughs> and I will give it everything the fair chance that it has. And I did. One of the, the, the biggest things I did when I first came into the website 
was the uh, the Ghostbusters. What was it twenty six? Twenty six movie. Custom, yeah, custom. We call you it. Know, yeah, we call it I, I, threw, I threw this massive article out saying it's the thing is going to suck, and it's got nothing to do with the fact that it was an all female cast. And what did I do? I had that article out. People gave me shit for it. But in the end, I backed up everything that I said with the review. I will go on record and say that you may have got some shit for that, but people came back to the article and were like, you make a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's the, the movie was the Guy Feig. It's, you made a comedy movie that isn't funny and partially yeah, a little bit insulting. But, so that's yeah. the way I described that movie. But, but the thing is, like, I recently put out, I like, put out uh, that's a, a an article... I recently put out an article that Resident Evil 4 should not get the remake treatment. And I, ba- I backed it up with other things that are more deserving and the reasons why I don't think Resident Evil 4 deserves it. And funnily enough, not long after I put that up, a whole heap of people started putting up the same opinion. All of a sudden, people were going, hold on, maybe we need to relook at Resident Evil 4 and see it for the piece of shit that it is. Yeah. Even then, you know. like it just should stay on its own in a lot of ways. Yeah. I'm all for if they do a remake for it, I'll play it again because I think that game yeah. is good in the absurdity that it is, and I enjoy yeah, the original. It, it, game. It, it, it was it was stiff. Like I, as I said, I'm going through a big thing where I'm going through back through the games. Now the leap from three, three to four was very jarring, but four at least I will give it credit it set the foundation for what we have as a Resident Evil play style up until seven where it's that over the shoulder style it's yeah it's a bit more actiony but you at least have more of a chance of seeing more around you and just because it wasn't a fixed camera angle it didn't mean it was any less scary true you know even play even playing through five which a lot of people up until that point, said was like an absolute destruction of the series because oh well, now you got a co-op player and everything else. It hasn't made it any any harder. It hasn't made it any easier. It's each game is in and of itself an interesting style and playthrough. I will actually say six is doesn't deserve all the bullshit that it gets. It was actually a half decent game, and as a, and again you know pulling around the seven. I, I said in in my review, and I will keep repeating this until the end of time, I did not see it as a Resident Evil game, but I saw it as a very, very good, a great VR horror experience. And that's the way I see it. And that's probably going to be the same of 8. It's probably not going to be a Resident Evil game that we're used to, or we want, because, you know... The, you know, hell, the, the Resident Evil 2 remake sold like gangbusters, almost outsell 7, which is Capcom's highest selling one, surprisingly enough. Um, but again, it's going to be a good to great VR experience. Yeah. I yeah. agree wholeheartedly. Part of me wonder, like, wonders, like, why didn't they just make 7 and 8 something standalone, something different? You know, it's it, crazy it, to me. Carl That's, has well, opinions. I, 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 I said the, I said the same thing, you know. Uh, for for seven and eight, if you want to tell it as a different story, slap a different label on it. You know, the Revel- the Revelation sub series was really well done. Yes, it was. Yes, you know, really good games. Yeah. Why can't you do something different? Like you could have called it Resident Evil: The Baker's Saga or something, because it's <laughs> all around the, the Baker family. 
So, you know, you could have done that and it still would have sold. You, you don't need to make it a numbered entry in the series to sell units. And I think that's probably where Capcom missed the mark is yeah. that they turned around and they said, we have this great horror VR game. Uh, it, you know, uh, it may look a little bit like Silent Hills or something like that. So why don't we slap a Resident Evil number on it so it'll sell? I think yeah. it was a lack, a lack of faith in what they had as a product and they just wanted to try and manipulate it so it sold uh, which it did you know uh what was it, 7.6 or 7.8 million units to date yeah, yeah it's just the crazy high, the, high, like, the highest selling resident evil game yeah because like even like resident evil 8 has a subtitle it could be something mm. standalone but even still like it could they could have literally left it as resident evil village yeah and, and i think and it would have sold you know um you know, Resident Evil 7 could have literally have been Resident Evil Biohazard and, and left it at that, and it would have sold. It, sure, it had the Resident Evil's name slapped on it, but at least it's not a numbered entry. Because numbered entry, we, we, we keep thinking about the story of, you know, Chris and Jill, Claire, Leon, and everything else. Right. It, hell, hell, even the CG movies that they bring out are based around those four particular characters i will say you have a you have an interesting point there that's that could be a, a, a either a a nice article or something for you to, to go in depth with that because that makes a valid point it's similar to what we were saying about halo and other games you can have multiple games in a series and branch off in different directions you're you're totally right yeah. on that one yeah exactly there's nothing stopping you from using the main title on the on the box but have it being its own sub-series. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I don't know why companies insist on trying to make everything into this one mainline canon series. It's it's because it's it's a hangover from the past that just hasn't completely died. There's also yeah. other games that do it well, like stuff like Destiny. Like, all that stuff has to interweave together all into that's, one big story. Well, and well, I, well, I think it does it relatively well, but, well, that, I mean... Well that, well, that was it. It was like, you know, well, things like Destiny and stuff like that, you're looking at, yes, the main name is Destiny on the title, but then, you know, it's all every season or expansion is its own subsection. Same with World of Warcraft. You started out with Warcraft, then you became World of Warcraft, then you got all the expansions, which are their own subsections. World of Warcraft pandas. There's still, there's still, yes, even pandas, Keith. I know you love the pandas. I swear to God, I will never play <laughs> that game ever again. But, but, it, but it's like you know, take a look at something like, well, I don't want to go too far into this because you know we're almost at two hours. Um, take a look yes. at things like Kingdom Hearts and no, uh, Legend, no. Legend of Zelda. They are the most confusing timeline of events and everything else like i mean you could yeah, add yeah. street fighter in there too when you talk about final chapter prologue how are you not following it says it oh, right yeah, in the yeah. top. <laughs> i forgot about that that's so good <laughs> oh my god like just the amount of, yeah but then you got like 370 uh 365 over seven days and then then you got united x and everything else coming up as well uh, but that, that's that stories for another day but um you know again i i think you shouldn't need if you want to tell a sub story still use the main title on the box but don't be afraid to make it its own subsection don't 
put everything as it needs to be a mainline number title. You you really you really don't need that. Don't be you know, as long as you don't do something stupid like you know Final Fantasy thirteen, Final Fantasy thirteen dash two dash three. Oh baby, that, <laughs> oh man, it's like oh the first Final Fantasy for sequel. What? Uh, it, really? Ten two has something. <laughs> ten two is a game. Yeah, ten two was a game. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. At the end of the day, like with the the whole Resident Evil thing, um. Like I, PS5 only, yeah, sure, it'll it'll be a thing. I I think it's probably a bad idea to drop it, like to to drop the the current generation because no because you're gonna have that crossover time. But then again, if you put it out, if you put, well, that, well, that's it, that's it. You don't know what the install base is for the new consoles, so you might as well at least do Especially something with the current year. gen. They can do. But, they can pull a, a, a Phantom Pain and release like a two-hour-long forty-dollar. Oh no, 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 no! Let's not no, do that. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll call it. We'll call it Town, which leads into Village. <laughs> yeah, but don't forget. Don't forget the extra DLC of House. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and, and as you said, you know the sad part about this is Capcom does this already. You know, yeah, Monster Hunter. How many yeah. Monster Hunter games do they have? Tons. They're in the same series for different. Yeah, but that's but that's, thing. But, but, but that's the thing. It's like Monster Hunter. Yeah, you have you know one, two, three, world, ultimate, whatever. Right. But the the problem the problem is is when you get to those when you're playing something like Monster Hunter World Ultimate Iceborne Friggin' Edition X Alpha. Okay, that's a completely different problem with Capcom. But what what I'm saying is like. Even with Monster Hunter, they went Monster Hunter World, and then they went Monster Hunter World Iceborne, I think, was the, the sequel, or the, the expansion to it. Yeah. Expansions aren't sub-stories. They're extensions on the current game. We, we, the, the, the thing that I have with Resident Evil was the departure points. Like, they eventually brought it back around when they went from 4 to 6. They, they incorporated it all. You know, well, fifteen months on the game, so well, that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's it's now we've got another, we've got a completely different departure point where they use seven to tell a completely new story. Yeah, and to try and go, uh, hey, we're trying to put this into context of the main story. They completely botched it. Yeah, you know, and a, then... a two a two second clip of Chris at the end, and then a whole a one whole DLC centered around the guy. Yeah. Is not gonna lead that back properly to the main series, especially when there was so much different about it that it's still telling a different story. I, I've never good. been a huge fan of the Resident Evil games. I've just, oh, I mean, no. for the most part, I, I just really haven't ever played them to, to really give them a chance. Uh, but like, as someone, as someone that was like super into Resident Evil Seven coming out and thought about like, well, maybe I'll go back and play them, and decided not to at the last minute. I didn't. I still haven't played RE Seven, but. Don't don't like, feel watch, bad. A lot watching, of people have it. Watching someone play through the first few hours of that game, I was like, "How is this? How is this at all a Resident Evil game?" That's exactly, that's exactly it. Right, that's exactly it. And, and I think if the series didn't set a precedent that it wanted to make everything connect together, this wouldn't be a problem, you know? Yeah, because well, that, like going it. from three to four, it's like this completely different game. People were asking back then, "How does four connect to three? You know. Well, even the, even then, like even the once again the Revelation series, which is its own subsection, 
yeah. It, it still made it found a way to link back to the original games. And it did so in interesting ways by using familiar characters and, you know, kept it the close to original survival horror. Whereas Seven, they're like, oh, we want to tell a completely different story, completely different game style, completely different this. Well, okay, why does that have to be the num- Why does that have to have to be the mainline series? Because again, I think it came back down to marketing. I think they they didn't trust the product that they had, and they slapped the mainline number on it and went, oh well, this is sold, you know, seven point eight million million titles. So we're going to keep running with this as a, as now the mainline title. And the sad part about it is they they could have easily did it that way, but the thing is, and I think a lot of uh, Resident Evil fans get upset about this is. They never ended the Resident Evil timeline series that we know, the no. ones that we grew up with. No, I I watched. Oh, hopefully, I've still got them listed here. Um, there's a there's a really good as I try to bring up a uh, guy out there who did the Res- who did a Resident Evil timeline series, um, Game of Thumb TV. If you look him up on YouTube, he's got. A six-part, well, now seven-part series, plus subsections, (laughs) where he goes through the whole Resident Evil timeline, starting from the beginning of the series with Resident Evil 1 going all the way up to the end of Resident Evil 7, including all the DLCs and everything. Um, He's recently had to add what he's now calling City of the Dead 2.0, which is the Resident Evil 2 remake, so to add that into the timeline. Um, but he goes really in-depth into the story and everything, and by the time he got to the end, I just finished watching the part 6, which was the finale at the end of 7, there were so many questions left unanswered from all different facets of the game. Uh, a lot of them to do with Resident Evil 7, stuff to do with Resident Evil 6... Um, like they found cures and stuff like that, but all of a sudden it just, they just dropped the, the thing. Uh, the ending of Revelations 2 created a question that is uh, that still has not been answered. And then they go and they're like, okay, well, we're just going to start doing this whole new set. What question? Just curious, because I played through that. What, what's question? Did I lose you? No, no. You had question. No, what question was it? What is left? Oh, Okay. Uh, just, just, just to sort of give you the, the, the spoilers for anybody who hasn't played this one. Um, Revelations Two has a lot to do with uh, cloning and a project that was developed to transfer the mind of somebody into another person, and it had a lot to do with Albert Wesker wanting to clone himself, and so he can live on. Uh, but the program became corrupted and there's like a child that was made and you don't know if the if the child is actually the child or whether the project was successful at a later part in the game and the child is now corrupt and is basically Wesker in a new body. And I'm not, well, it's not so much Albert Wesker, I think it's like Albert's sister or something. I can't yeah, his sister. Um, um, but yeah, it's like Alex. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's sort of the way that went, and it's like that question is left unanswered because that's the end of Revelations two. And from if rumors are to be correct, uh, what we get as Resident Evil Eight Village was 
incorporates a lot of what was supposed to go into Revel what was supposed to be in Revelation 3. Which is why you get a lot of the similar monsters from that era popping up. Like the okay. five, four, well, four five, six era. Uh, but then there's even stuff like, you know, Albert Wesker's kid from six, who is like immune to the virus because of all the shit that Wesker pumped into his veins. Um, you know, there's questions about him that's left. Sherry Birkin once again pops up in the series in six. She's able to help and fight, develop a, a uh, like an antidote type thing, nothing happens. You know, there, there's all these little bits and pieces that they've set up that could make great sequels, or at least wrap up the story. And they've just dropped them because they want to tell the story a seven. I would, I wouldn't have minded an actual uh, follow up to Revelations too. I like that one. I, I, I hope they keep going with the Revelation series, uh, even if they use it as a sub series, like. There's no real connection between Revelations 1 and 2. They're literally subsection stories. And I, I hope they keep going with something along those lines, where they keep telling other stories from the the old mainline universe. Right. Hell, they could, hell, they could even use it to, to tell the story of the, the Baker family and how all that came about. But, you know, again, it's Capcom. They seem to do stuff at random. Yeah. All right. Well... That was an interesting talk about Resident Evil. I'm glad you, you got that out there. Uh, you're right. We are going on two hours, so I think it's time to cut this show. That is a wrap. Intrude, man. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us for this episode of Sick and Roll Podcast. Uh, Matt disappeared, probably having internet issues. And as always, guys and gals, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever else, wherever else gaming podcasts are found. Uh, that's it. No, we're going to run our. You can find all right. of us on theotherhaven.net <laughs> and on Twitter. We all have our Twitter. Twitter. Just Twitter. check we us out. We have I'm pretty sure you're going to hear a lot more from Austin about Halo because he's got some interesting <laughs> takes about the series. And well, I don't know. He seems to be all about Jack and Daxter at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he keeps changing the tag. I see you changing the tag over and over and over. Yeah. But um, yeah, guys, thank you for stopping by. We didn't get any questions this week, but that's okay. Maybe next week. Nah. And we definitely will be doing some sort of live stream watch for Microsoft's conference as well, just like we did for the PlayStation. Hopefully, uh, it's a lot better than the the third party one they did. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 might, I might even I might even drag my butt out of bed for that one. I think that's on at what, like one a.m. or something. So I could. So they didn't. They haven't set when. Miles, they haven't set when it is yet. It sucks. No. They haven't set anything. No date. Yeah. 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 It's like, come on, Microsoft. And, and if any and if anybody out there are toy aficionados and, and like hearing about weird and wonderful toys, uh, drop drop over on over to theotherhaven.net, where Keith and I love to run our little series every now and again called Toys on a Tuesday. I, I have a, a plan coming up to do with uh, weird variants on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line, and it's not just the soft heads. There's actually a lot of variants out there. And I will throw myself under the bus for that one because I have not been following up on that one because. I have not been really paying attention or thinking about toys for the last couple of months. It's been more uh, PC hardware and next-gen consoles. <laughs> it literally has been. But I think we need to broaden the horizon because when we think about toys, we think of figurine stuff, but toys can be anything. And um, that uh, arcade one-up cabinet is a toy. And I think I'm going to work <laughs> on something about that. That's there you go. 
By the, by the way, uh, Arcade One Up, please contact us. We want to find out how much shipping to Australia is for your next set of next set of units because you don't like to distribute out here, so I have to import them. And it takes forever and a year to get to them. Exactly. All right, gents, we're out of here. Thank you, everybody. We're gonna run our outro, and I'm gonna get back That's to playing some. Oh, oh, and if you guys see us before tomorrow, which you like, you won't, or afterwards, Happy Father's Day to the fathers out there, which is. Mm-hmm. 621, which is today for Carl and for me, another hour. Take care, folks.